0: Coming to you from the last video store in the universe, it's Binge Movies 156. I'm Jason. This is the show that ranks eliminates movies to determine which ones are most worthy of preservation for all time, even beyond the end times. And this is the season premiere of season 7.3. On this episode, we rank films of future past. This premise comes to us via the Lady Juan. This was one of her suggestions. We put it up on Patreon. We let the patrons vote. They selected it. Uh, Joe, you are a patron. I am. Yeah. Did I vote for this? You probably (laughs) voted for this, and now here we are.
1: (laughs) Had I known what you were going to make me watch, I would have not voted for
0: this. I selected you because I thought you'd like these movies. A lot of them I did. A
1: lot of them I did. Okay.
0: Yes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're have a sharp, one sharp of them i
1: think is a garbage it's real bad oh no
0: <laughs> okay wow okay it's
1: because it because so, uh, it's a rip-off <laughs> of one of my favorite movies of all time
0: oh we'll get to it we'll yes. get to it we'll get to it yes <laughs> today we are talking about 1975's death race 2000 Now, we called it Films of Future Past. That is, of course, an homage to what? Comic Book Genius. Uh,
1: That would be Uncanny X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah. Which is it's only Um, two issues.
0: So this will only be one episode, so it's one (laughs) less than the (laughs) X-Men. But it might be more than two hours. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Knowing us? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, The premise is really simple, in case you haven't been able to piece it together. These are movies that take place in the future But their future is now our past. So we're talking about Death Race 2000, which is obviously taking place in the year 2000. Yep. 1992's Free Jack, which takes place in 2009. And what a different 2009 they had. Not so Um, different, though. Let's not comment on it, Joe. (laughs) 2019, after the fall of New York, which takes place in, of course, 2019, came on 83. Mm -hmm. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic. I got these all out of order. Johnny Mnemonic. Which came out in 1995 and takes place in 2020. Who had a better 2020, Johnny DeMonica or us? And uh, Real Steel, which is a movie your partner in crime Kevin R. Brackett advocates for, uh, came out the in only 2011. One. You probably covered it on Real Spoilers, right? We did
1: not. So we started in
0: 2013. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, you just celebrate ten years. Yeah, Man, of Steel is our,
1: Man of Steel is our first
0: episode. It should have been Real Steel. <laughs> which uh, was supposed to take place in 2021. So I think without much further ado, everybody knows you. Everybody knows me. Yes. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about 1975 death race, 2000. If I'm not mistaken, maybe the first Roger Corman produced film on the history, the history of the show. Oh, double check me binge Lords. Check your binge movies notebooks. If you don't have one, they're available at binge movies. along with all of our other merch.
1: Look at, the, look at that. Plug. Guy you, look,
0: look at you. Currently has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, but our merch currently has 100% on. That's where this.com. It's death race.
2: Death race 2000. You've finished first or not at all. Who are you anyway? The best driver on earth. Death race 2000. The traffic is murder. He was built by the world's greatest surgeons to drive the fastest car ever designed, and nothing can stop him now. David Carradine, Death Race 2000,
0: rated R. Death Race 2000 was directed by the famous, to certain people, Paul Bartel. Uh, You might recognize him from Chopping Mall, uh, Eating Raoul, uh, many other films. Him and Mary, uh, Mary? Mary? No. What's her name? Who? Mary Warnoff, Mary yeah. Warnoff, yeah. yeah. Who makes an appearance in this movie. Uh, this film was written by Robert Tom Charles and B. Griffith. It is based on a, a book called The Racer. It, this is the triumphant return of Sylvester Stallone, Joe's doppelganger, <laughs> last seen in the Rocky franchise. It's the triumphant return of Mary Warnoff, last seen in Night of the Common. If you don't know who that is, you would know. If you saw her, if you like yeah. VHS movies, it was released April 27th, 1975, on a budget of around three hundred thousand dollars is uh, that what you take it's always yeah i couldn't i couldn't find with Roger budget it, but it's yeah yeah somewhere around there yeah it made uh anywhere between five to eight million dollars and we don't know that because <laughs> uh roger corman pocketed all that cash that came from those drive-in theaters oh yeah he probably reported five million the thing yeah. probably made 20 yeah. um Synopsis time: Wacky racers murder the public for points in the totalitarian future of the year 2000. So
1: before we can we do can we add a little something to this episode? As I was watching these movies, can we do a superhero count? Sure. So I don't know what that means, but sure. So all of these movies, with the exception of 2019, I'm almost positive have someone who has been in a superhero movie in the last ten years. So in this one, you've got Sly. (laughs) who was in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and 3.
0: And is the original Judge Dredd.
1: And he is the original Judge Dredd, of course. So I just think mm-hmm. that's fun just to kind of like look at these movies and be like, sure. oh, Marvel and DC and whoever have taken over everything, if you didn't know that already. But now even uh, going back to the
0: 80s. Let's add another element to this. Yeah. Um, most, of, most of the plots of these movies, which in <laughs> 1970-something or 1980-something would have been seen as garbage. Yep. Are are now just what Hollywood produces. Yeah, was, <laughs> only. But
1: also, uh, like eerily really <laughs> close to our future. Some, some of them,
0: them, yes. Some yes. of them, yeah. The only difference is they used to cost three hundred thousand. Now they cost three hundred million. <laughs>
1: yeah, judging from this last weekend, yes, you're right.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Th- this is famously a rollerball ripoff. Oh, that not totally makes roller sense. Rollerball. Yeah, not just rollerball. Rollerball, the movie. It actually. Uh, allegedly, was in the works before the movie was released. It was a ripoff of the book Rollerball, which was very popular. Interesting. Uh, and so they transposed it from some sort of bullshit dem- uh, roller derby game to the transcontinental road race. Now, for the life of me, <laughs> I watched this on Tubi. <laughs> I Tubi's closed caption just kept saying transcontinental road rape. Yikes.
1: And, and I, I thought, Honestly, given this movie,
0: though. Correct. You know? and I was like, is that what they're calling? It? Is that mutant hillbilly up there? Yeah. Who's announcing the race, calling it the road rape? Because they are essentially raping and pillaging the land as they go from one side of the country to the other.
1: Actually, what's their first stop? My hometown of St. Louis, Missouri. It actually still looks like that, as a matter of fact. When
0: Sil- <laughs> so <laughs> when Sylvester Stallone pulls up, to St. Louis, it yes. goes berserk. Were you like, that's doing my home city proud? I, you know, uh, violent places in America.
1: My hometown has been represented a few times in movies and none of them have been yeah. positive. Uh, yeah. in uh, was it the first vacation when they're driving through St. Louis? That's the old roll them yes. up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this one. Yeah. It, you know, it's not, it's not wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, there are definitely parts of this town that, uh, I tend to tell people not to go towards maybe yeah. stay away from that part of the town. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, but it's always fun to see, see my hometown on the big. Screen. Now you own
0: this one, correct? I
1: do. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think scream shout or scream factory put out a Blu-ray. I think somebody did. Okay. And it's, I mean, they cleaned it up as best they could.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, this is a drive-in movie. This movie was made to be shown in drive-ins. Yeah. Uh it on the cheap for teenagers to go to and get their the, get their rocks off, yeah. literally. Yeah, um, right, right, right. But here's the thing, this is the first time I've watched it all the way through. Have you seen the Statham and, version? Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh okay. Yeah. because it, it, what it's missing is what makes this movie great, which is Paul Bartell's really fucked up sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is there, <laughs> Is Statham playing? It's a dark comedy. It is
1: very much a dark comedy. Is Statham playing the Stallone character? I don't remember. I could don't either, remember. It, couldn't it, tell you. I would just think it's funny that he did that again. In um, there was another like uh, the 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 flick where his with um, oh for Christ's sake where he's like the the secret agent that goes to the small town. Phil Bro- the broker novels are what they're based on.
0: You've and just he, described every movie Jason Statham I know. has ever been in.
1: It's got uh James Franco and Kate D- Bosworth. Does he
0: or do, does he not electrocute his nipples in it?
1: He does not. That is crank. Okay.
2: Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah.
1: But he that was a, it was a I think Stallone directed that movie and he was supposed to star in it, but he was like I can't this isn't going to work, so they got Statham I see. to come. I was just thinking, I think it's funny that Stallone's like yeah, Jason Statham works for me. Like he, we, <laughs> we, we, you could you could flip flop us in and out of things, and we'll just be okay with it.
0: Uh, I get shades of later movies that everybody would enjoy from people like Paul Verhoeven.
1: This is yes, Paul Verhoeven is like an is that guy that would do the the satirical stuff, Starship Troopers, uh, RoboCop, yep. um, Total Recall, Total to Recall, not yeah. really Basic Instinct. That doesn't really. No fit that mold. But those other ones, which are why the sequels don't work, is because people Correct. miss what he's trying to do.
2: Correct.
0: And
1: this is this is very much in that world. Very, very much.
0: This is obviously the influence of things like GTA. I think to a lesser extent, like things like The Purge. Yeah. Although that takes yeah. it very serious itself very seriously. Battle Royale, The Running Man, The Hunger Games. It's almost like a spiritual prequel to the to the running man.
2: Oh,
1: absolutely, yeah. Even, even with, with everybody like, you know, standing on the sidelines and cheering. Yes. Cheering yes. To death when like, you yes. know, like, uh. All oh, the
0: announcer, they keep kicking back to the guy in the studio yeah. who has really some really funny lines and great delivery because mm-hmm. he's delivering it really straight. It's over the top, but it's straight because it's like an over the top TV presentation. Yeah. And when Machine Gun Joe, which is now your new nickname. Thank Sweet you very P, much. Machine Gun Joe.
1: Yeah. We won't get sued for that one.
0: Uh. And he's like, oh, just a wonderful, painless death for that citizen. <laughs> As the guy is screaming incessantly from genital mutilation, <laughs> Gets the a giant get the fucking broadsword, or yeah, chainsaw <laughs> between the legs, and it's just blood pouring <laughs> out everywhere. And he's like, yeah. and he goes, too bad. He was just 38. <laughs> Had he been the- two years older, he would have been worth three times the points." <laughs> and I was like that this was really fucking rules
1: and then when they interview the widow of the first guy that dies <laughs>
0: yeah you get, a, you get a luxury apartment high-rise apartment in Acapulco, Acapulco. two nights <laughs> and, two, yeah, night two stay. nights right
1: and you get to, you get to watch <laughs> next year's death race on this 55 inch screen yeah is, and <laughs> she's like race. thanks and like your makeup's been running because her husband was just gored by a car what's also
0: hilarious though is that's a set it's not even her real house <laughs> that's right. which means they went out and got her out of bed in the middle of the night or whatever as she's mourning her husband put yeah. her on a tv set and was we're like oh hey you just won your husband was the first person to be killed in the death rays."
1: <laughs> and she's like oh, um, thank you
0: i don't want to ruin this movie so i don't want to over talk about it because no, i feel fair, like it's fair, underseen fair. And so much of it comes from the surprises that are in it and the twists and the inversions. And you think it's going to be one type of movie and it really kind of becomes another. And it really markets itself as like Death Race 2000. You're going to watch people die. And it's very much, uh, I would just say, it's a very satirical, like you said. Yes. Funny, dark comedy.
1: Yeah. I do want to touch on one thing because I wasn't sure about something. Are they saying that the David Carradine character like there's just like a rotation
0: dread of... pirate roberts <laughs>
1: okay yeah yeah okay that's what i like that's what i think that's what i thought he alluded to is that it's just it, they minuted it we're like yes you, yes you, you, boy, you it's a boy
0: band situation right okay okay yeah. that's what i yeah. thought but so i wasn't sure we'll, we'll we'll delve into a little bit of spoiler so if you haven't seen it i would recommend it go watch it yes uh, skip forward you know a minute and a half here um so yeah what he reveals is because they're the legendary frankenstein <laughs> which is, is, is also great bonds-
1: because they use the a name that like is free to use but it's still yes, like a correct. badass name
0: yes yeah is basically like racer x from yeah. um uh, speed racer yes And he's like the greatest racer of all time and he he doesn't always win, but he always comes back even if he loses, which means he comes back from the dead. Mm -hmm. And so there's all of this like mythology about like, well, you know, he's mostly a cyborg now and all of his parts have been replaced. Well, no, what happens is they're orphans of the state. They're recruited to become Frankenstein for Mr. President. When (laughs) that Frankenstein dies, they just take another orphan and put him in his place. Okay. They're just training orphans. Because he's this champion of the state. Basically, right, 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 yeah. right, right. So the death race, even the death race itself is uh, it's not fixed, but it's heavily m- controlled by the state, by Mr. President. Sounds about right. Who's creep? Mr. President is creepy as fuck, man. I, when, so when this he is appears in the right? mountain so, in the mist. Yeah, I know, like, yes, I've, yes. He's like, I've always loved you. It's like, because he's almost a religious figure. It's really is, creepy.
1: Who, so is Reagan president in 83?
0: Or is it still Jimmy Carter?
2: Uh, Reagan was Reagan, president when I was a early. kid He okay. might be.
1: He might
0: be by this point.
1: I'm just yeah. like this was very Reagan-esque. Yes. Uh yes. in in the way he looks, in the way he talks. Um, but I was like I'm gonna offend you.
0: What? Are you ready? I'm gonna yeah. offend you. This is a better escape from LA. You son of a bitch.
1: LA. You are oh. not New York. Not oh. New
0: York. LA.
1: Yeah, you said escape and I stopped listening. I like yeah. my- <laughs>
0: <laughs> because everything that he, like, you know how it's like, well, it's campy and it's dark humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Escape from L.A. And you're I just, will... to me, I, I cringe at that shit. I'm like, oh, this fucking oh, blows. Man. I love that stuff. I know you like Escape from L.A. I, I think know. it's done better here because these are all ludicrous. You're not taking a badass character and making them silly.
2: There That's are, fair.
0: They're all silly characters. I mean, the movie opens, the first racer we meet is whatever, Helga, whatever. And the Nazis. Oh, no, no.
1: The first one is um, uh, the bad guy from Karate Kid.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. That, yes. and I was,
1: I was like, oh, look at you. He, doing yeah, a, he, doing a character. He dies off very. He dies <laughs> yes. very quickly when he's going to run very, over a baby.
0: A baby, and he's like, come to baby, <laughs> and he's going to drive in the whole picnic thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but yes, yes, yeah, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up movie, <laughs> yeah. blood, guts, gore on a low budget, It's all played very darkly funny. There's a my very favorite, much. In, I think my favorite kill
1: is the. Um, I won't spoil it. I'll just say involving a manhole cover yes that was my favorite one
0: yes yeah yes <laughs> this is a sit down have a beer if you don't drink have an iced tea or have whatever uh have a sparkling water and just enjoy the ride turn your because brain off turn your brain off mm-hmm. understand what what it's trying to be which is you know it's a critique of like fascism basically and um yeah it's it's i think it's great uh, I, it's a lot of fun I, bartell and uh corman were at odds of course because corman always wants more blood more guts more boobs because that's what drives ticket sales He got some boobs bartell in oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> bartell uh famously like his his original the original script that they had and, and he had a did some rewrites on it had way more comedy in it and oh corman literally they shot it as way more of a straight comedy and Corman took it out because he wanted it to be a serious movie. And I think the perfection is in the mix because he took out enough comedy that it's kind of serious, but it's not too serious. Yes. So you know what I mean? Like it's not too co- comedic. So it's, it's not like it's a mad, 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 mad world, goofy, silly, right? It still has stakes, it, but like that combination gives it, I think this weird, dark, it, Edge.
1: it it does walk a very fine line that i think yes. films have a very hard time doing. It it yeah. this this walks it perfectly cuz you're right it, it has these moments of levity like not of levity but of just like ludicrousness yes. that are funny and then yes. yes obviously they they're whipping some uh you know when you get to the end and i'm not going to spoil what happens but when certain rules are being reinstated yes you're like oh I got you. I'm with it. Yep. I see what you're doing. Yep. Okay. Yep. But yeah, yep. I think you're absolutely right. Is it, I think if you put too much comedy in here, it is is not going to work, but it is.
0: And if it's too serious, then it's just a kind of a crappy. not fun. It's not fun. It's just sort of a crappy 70s movie. Yes. But the fact that they were at odds with each other and then the edit has both. I think it's like a, a lightning in a bottle. It works by accident. Yep. Almost. And Bartell is basically just come out and said that it was like well like the final product's better than if i had made it a straight comedy and it is Uh, i agree so yeah i give this one an eight out of ten it's my second best of the week i first time watched it i very much enjoyed it
1: i think eight out of ten was i was i was waffling between like a seven and an eight uh but the more i talk about it it's definitely an eight uh and also my second of the week
0: yeah well you fucking own it man so you ought to like it.
1: well (laughs) yes and i do and that's the thing is like i have a tendency i i'm a big Uh, physical media person oh good for you and if there's something that i haven't seen and shout shout factory scream factory arrow um vinegar syndrome uh and there's a there's another one in there somewhere but if they put something out yeah i'm usually gonna gobble it up just because i I don't trust that something's not going to be pulled from streaming so then I can just.
0: That's prove, it's proving more and more true, right? Like know, all the I physical know. media conspiracy theorists are all being proven true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's sort of vindicating. It's it like, is. Yeah, we told you. We told you. That's what I tell
1: him. my wife too when an Amazon yeah. box arrives. Look, I'm, I'm in the <laughs> right.
0: Like I'm in the right.
1: <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck are
0: you doing? <laughs> that's why my basement. That's why our basement is full of Blu-rays. <laughs> that's
1: exactly right.
2: Exactly right. <laughs>
0: um, Joe. Yes. This isn't even performative for the show, okay. I ha- I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna put this out here, okay. Sincerely from the heart. Yes, you have transcended from guest to even though we've never met in real life, <laughs> an actual. I consider you a real, uh, actual friend as much I, as I, I feel the same. As much as friends could be friends, having never met in person. Yes, right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you were around locally or I was locally, I think we'd hang out. I think we go Without do question. stuff together. We go see movies together. Whatever. Uh, we definitely watch wrestling and definitely have you come over for Forbidden Door, et cetera, et cetera. I would not there. watch WW with you. I love you. I don't love you that much. That's ridiculous. You should get on it. This is going to put our friendship to oh, the
1: test. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: I'm talking about Sergio Martinez. 1983. 2019. <sighs> after the fall of New York which is has a 59% on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: After the fall of New York, civilization thrown into chaos. Mankind will prevail if it can survive the year 2019. The future depends on one man, and the odds are against him. After the fall of New York, rated
0: R. Now playing at a theater or drive-in near you. I don't know when this thing was released. I don't know what the budget is. (laughs) I don't know what the box office is. But I do have a synopsis. In in, in 2019, the new Confederate president wants the unused eggs of the last fertile woman living in Manhattan, now a nuked mutant wasteland. So he sends an outlaw, Death Racer, to find her.
2: Mm -hmm. Go Mm
0: -hmm. ahead, buddy. (laughs)
1: You know when you order things on Wish?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: This is Escape from New York when you order it from Wish. Fuck this movie! <laughs> like
0: it doesn't immediately start off as Escape from New York. It actually starts off as Mad Max. I was
1: gonna say it starts off yeah. as Mad
0: Max. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's, let's before you you're gonna blow a gasket. I know. I'm it. not. So, it, let, so let's I, start. Let's start. I will
1: say. I will say. I literally just finished this movie like ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> because it took me like the link you sent was i was having problems which is not on yeah your, right
2: yeah, it, yeah, yeah
1: the link i was having problems with and i was like man I, I, how, this movie needs to be like an hour and 20 minutes because that's yeah. about how much time i've got left so i just, just finished not,
0: watching it not currently streaming as we record this in the states it was not that long ago but it is not yeah which is no reason why you should have physical fucking media. Uh, agreed. There is a Blu-ray. The, the U.S. has never gotten a Blu-ray release. It only got a DVD release. The DVD is like 60 bucks now, which yeah, this movie it's is not worth it.
2: Yeah,
0: the Blu-ray is an Italian Blu-ray, which is not supposed to work in region A players. And obviously, for some people with like 4K players, it doesn't matter because they're region free and you can right. play from anywhere. But the, the Easter egg about that is that, I don't know if it's coded wrong or whatever, but it is a region B b blu-ray oh but it plays in region a that's it hilarious. does play in region a <laughs> oh perfect <laughs> but there's amazon literally had seven of them left and so they were going for like 40 bucks oh did i damn. buy one yes i did did you really the, yeah after i watched it though okay. so it hasn't even okay. arrived yet okay the cut from the flamethrower <sighs> and the game when their torture the mutants yes to the car exhaust is quite impressive
1: i will not dispute that
0: i, I will was like agree oh with wait a minute as far as knockoff italian nonsense movies go <sighs> this one looks pretty fucking good the I miniatures with the shocked. opening i was shocked
1: at how good it looked it's insane the in- i mean the entire thing yeah right? from start to finish it is a beautifully shot uh, they had to put real money into this they, right they
0: must have there's no the way the matte paintings are Hollywood level yeah it's, which you don't get from Italy this no, movie I love the Terminator yeah. this movie's apocalyptic future with the miniatures and the blown out buildings and everything it looks as good if not in some <laughs> scenes better than the fucking Terminator I thought it 84. looked like Cyborg
1: like I got big uh, like Van Damme Cyborg kinda
0: kinda a little bit yeah like when they know. get to actual manhattan it kind of does cyborg you they did the coolest fucking thing in this movie
2: they ripped it's off a better they, one?
0: Oh, well <laughs> when it goes into the escape from new york rip off because it takes like 20 30 minutes to become escape from new york oh you, when they get, you think so i thought i think so i mean as soon as they end,
1: capture him and to- put him in front of the president i was like oh well i know what <laughs> we're doing
0: yeah, but it really gets there when uh, they go to Manhattan. Yeah, okay. So when they go to Manhattan and they're, you know, they're roll up on their whatever, the three of them, they, uh, Bronx, we'll get to those characters Bronx, <laughs> Ratchet, and who the fuck is our main character? What's his uh, name? Snake. No, it's, it's not. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, whatever. Whatever his it's name it's is. Snake Main character, and Ad-
1: Adrian, not Adrian Barbeau, not <laughs> Harry, not Snake, Harry Dean on, Stanton.
0: Hang on, <laughs> and hang on.
1: Not, and not Abe Vigoat. No, not. Uh, the oh. dude,
0: the jazz man, the mutant jazz man playing the trumpet. Yeah. He's on a practical set that they built, which looks really fucking good. Yeah. It's like a New York street or right, right outside of uh, Liberty Island. Then there's water, some of it is real. Then there's a, it's all forced perspective. Then there's a miniature of the Statue of Liberty, yep, a miniature of New York, and a map painting, and all from perspective. It goes from practical set to to miniature to map painting, and because of the forced perspective of the shot, it all blends perfectly.
1: Yeah, it. I was again hate I'm like, watching. What I was, the hate
0: watching fuck? this but people don't know how to make movies like this anymore
1: watching this there is that level of filmmaking like mission impossible that doesn't exist anymore like the matte paintings and the miniatures and and just making it even the makeup
0: makeup the mutant makeup yeah okay like not, not no not for, all of it's great, but the lady with the fucked up eye and the mutant fair. jazz man with the pustules that look, he looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, and then the yeah. the weird rat thing that was like eating the guy's face, and I was like, is that a real <laughs> rat? Like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. um, but there is a there is a level of filmmaking going on in this movie that I do think is a lost art. That it's gone. It's it, it, and it's it's a shame because I I know that it's probably more expensive to build all that stuff I, th- I think of uh doc brown where he's like i'm sorry it's not to scale but you know it's almost exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. um but the reason a new hope not a new hope the reason the force awakens works is because we had three movies of shitty cg and then yeah. as i know I'm, I'm probably one of the minorities but I think the the Force Awakens works is because we go back to practical effects, practical effects, yeah, a makeup, lot of practical costumes, yep. like Puppets, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that's yep. what is missing in in filmmaking right now. Do I need to see David Cornsweet, th- you know, throw a plane? No, but would I like to see his cape move naturally in this new movie if it comes out? I don't know with everything that's going on, I have no idea. <laughs> but would I like to see a real cape or him actually touch the ground? you know from being lowered on wires or whatever like or, or you know
0: but i like to see a well, yeah <laughs> somebody I mean? actually like, touch the real fucking
1: ground yeah like have him how do we get here well i think it's practical effects that's how we got here
0: no 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 i don't mean how we got here i mean oh. how do we get here to the point where movies are just absolute gar like garbage or made and, like garbage yeah it's, even the most expensive ones are the worst offenders I was, you guys, uh, not too long ago, uh, when the new Insidious came out, did mm-hmm. an episode on Insidious The Red Door, and you talked extendedly about that. And you're like, some of this stuff could have just been done practically. And I think of the shot that came out of um, Samuel L. Jackson, I don't remember which movie, Marvel movie, but he's sitting in a chair, and the only thing that's oh. real in the shot is him and the chair. No, even he's holding a gun, gun,
1: but like he's got.
0: But it's not it's not a real gun. It's a it's in the shape of a gun. It's yes. got dots all over it. Right. Even the fucking gun is fake. The vase behind him is fake. The the buffet that the vase is sitting on is fake. Yeah. The wall is fake. It, and it's not like a special effect shot. It's just him in a, in a pretty screen. vanilla room. So you couldn't go to fucking IKEA and buy some goddamn furniture and put drywall that, up. Isn't and that build scene, a goddamn from, set?
1: Which is crazy because that scene, I think. Is from Winter Soldier. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that movie is like probably one of the more practical movies in the MCU.
0: That's my point. It's in the vault. We uh, we love Winter Soldier. It's that's great. It's so good. But here's the thing. It's like we've, Did we've I gone put from, that in
1: the vault. I think I that was against so. me.
0: Oh, okay. We we have gone from the point where the, uh, this movie we're like, well, this is another Italian junk rip-off movie yeah the point now that you watch it 40 years later and you're like well americans <laughs> we couldn't fucking make a movie like this what and, and it's I- like how the fuck with 300 million dollars <laughs> that's the other thing we say oh well it's just too expensive to too expensive to build a wall that's a great uh, oh god painted. don't and, say that <laughs> but if the sh- well no but yeah no. <laughs> but we can't build a room we can't build a set because right. it just costs so much money for us to build a set why how you're is that possible you tell me that fucking drywall and two by fours cost fucking more than than 300 million dollars yeah that's, there's no fucking way that is a great there's no point. way that's a great, great point. That might have been true 10 years ago or 20 years ago. That's not true now. You tell where the that's real going on the screen. You know what I mean? think like, the. Where is that? Yeah. Okay. Conspiracy theory type. Then we'll get into this movie. Oh, okay. 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 I think the real reason why they get away from having somebody build a fucking room and a practical set is because then they don't have to deal with unions.
1: Oh, that's not a conspiracy. I think you're absolutely right.
0: If we would have to deal with crafts people, <laughs> gaffers, lighters, uh, uh, carpenters, best boys, they're all in unions. We have to pay the union if, if if they if if we go over time, then we have to pay them triple time and a half, and they just don't want to pay human beings. Uh,
1: mm, look Correct. at what's happening right now.
0: Correct. So they cut. So we we they so it's well, it's just more cost effective and it's safer for everyone. No, no, no. It's you get to pocket more of the money. Yes. And then the rest of it is they inflate the budget. And I think they do I, I think it's, you know, Hollywood accounting. I think it's fucking money laundering. Is what what's
1: I'm the, uh, what's the, what's that? The, 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 meme that was going around. It's a write-off. It is a write-off. Yeah, but what are you writing it off to? doesn't matter. It's a write-off.
0: Yeah. doesn't matter. It's a write-off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how they do it. Right. We dump $300 million into a movie that was filmed in Manhattan beach in front of an LED screen. Right and nobody ever went to a real place except for you know mission Possible. they did of course but, they did like, that's yeah, the rare yeah. that's the rare exception and with something like fast and furious and now the marvel movies characters yep. aren't even on they don't even film this in front of the led screen at the same time no you get them in when you can you have them do- deliver lines to a fucking tennis ball and it doesn't matter if the eye lines match it doesn't matter if the shadows and lighting makes any sense you just stick people on the fucking screen right and you it's like slop and then you th- you Put all the pressure on extremely lowly paid, <laughs> non-unionized CGI workers. Uh-huh. That's the other thing. They're not in a union.
1: No. And, well, and for now. Dump,
0: for now. And yeah. you dump it on them. And then when it looks like shit, you blame them. And you dump it into theaters. And they, it makes close to a billion dollars. Or at least they were. And so they've conditioned audiences to not give a shit. But then you go back in time. This is, mm-hmm. a, this is happening more and more and more. It is. I totally agree with you. you. You go back in time and you watch a movie that I have no nostalgia for, that I've never seen before this episode. Yep. And it is a low-budget Italian knockoff of Escape from New York. And I swear to Christ, there are scenes in this movie that are have better cinematography, better direction, better staging, blocking. And this
1: isn't a good movie. No, it's a t- it's awful. It's an awful movie, but...
0: It's so much better than... The most of the stuff we get,
1: yeah. It it, it, when it comes, it just shows you the art form has fallen off. It and yeah, and 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 that's not to say that the skill or the talent has fallen off. It's that people don't utilize that anymore.
0: But at a certain point, if you don't use it, you lose it. That's true. People who know how to do this stuff are dying. They're aging out, and they're dying. They're leaving the industry.
1: You look at those makeup, practical makeup, horror makeup is is my bread and butter. Like those, I love that shit. So there's going to come a point when Rick Baker is going to die, correct? Right? Tom Savini is going to die.
0: We already lost Stan Winston.
1: We did lose Stan Winston. I and I we lost the other guy from K and B. I think.
0: I think Dennis Muren's gone too, if I'm not mistaken. But I think you're right. But
1: Nicotero's still here. Savini's still here. Uh, Rick Baker, like those guys are. They're getting up there, though. They are. They're getting, yeah. and, and nobody's utilizing them, which is insane to me. It's insane. You know, I, I recently just rewatched the Wolfman remake. Now, the movie is the Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Not Guillermo, Bendizio, yeah. Bendicio, yeah. Uh, the movie's not great, right? No. It's fun. It's fine. It's whatever. But there is some amazing, intricate, practical werewolf effects in that movie that I mean, and that's, t- shit, 2009, I think, maybe, yeah. I don't even know, but like, you don't even see that anymore, you're, no. why, the Hulk should be a practical effect for the most part, in my opinion,
0: within reason, really right, silly. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> within reason, but I mean, like, you, you can build, you, you use your CG to build things off of practical things.
0: Yes. That's yes. to me the use of CG. You augment it. You should you, use it to augment correct.
1: practical effects. Yes. When Mark Ruffalo's head looks like it's out of a cartoon in a yep. $200 million movie is stupid.
0: It's embarrassing.
1: It is embarrassing. And the fact that this Italian Escape from New York knockoff can look <laughs> better than Avengers Endgame or Infinity War yep. is mind boggling to me.
0: Yeah, that was my first note on this movie. I'm like, oh my, like the craftsmanship. And again, like this is Italian movies. Like I, I love a lot of them for, for as weird I've and bizarre b- as they are. I'm starting to get are.
1: back into them recently. Yeah,
0: they don't make sense. That's the other thing, okay. I almost forgot this. It was an actually an Italian movie despite the fact that it's post-sync audio. Yeah. B- because it actually is coherent. It has a plot. It makes mm-hmm. sense. It was up until the moment that Parseval uh, won the death race and a fucking clown, <laughs> robot cyborg oh clown God. with a giant alien eyeball on the yep. top of its head was like, yep. happiness and love, happiness and love. You know it's a real he, person. It's a oh, I know it's a real person. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's still fucking, it's supposed <laughs> to be like a robot. Yeah, that's right. And then its guts open up, and he gets a license to kill, two licenses to kill. Yep. And, and a, a woman. fuck slave. Yeah,
2: right.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> From a robot's belly, robot clown belly. Yes. Yes. And when the are like, "Oh." I the see the woman is Yeah, here. I was like, "Oh, this is Italian." Though <laughs> yeah, right. cuz the woman is introduced, she's completely sexually preoccupied. Uh-huh. But then they stop to find guys who've drank radioactive water who are puking mm-hmm. up green sludge. Green goo. He mercilessly kills them, you know, actually in a mercy killing, but yeah, without not even feeling yeah, anything. Right? He's like, they drank bad water. They're going <laughs> to die anyways. And, and then he's like, here, I got two licenses to kill. I give them to you. You can take the bike. Get out of here. Get out of here. And, she, and she's like, thank you, my Lord. And then like just takes off so that entire. That was entirely pointless. <laughs>
1: yep. And then he gets captured by the
0: police. And taken to a, an and, Alaskan spaceport. Yeah. And then in my notes, I just put, uh, because I was like, oh, this is like a pretty conventional movie. We go from clown to fuck slave (laughs) to uh, cyborgs and Alaskan spaceports. And I was like, this is an Italian movie. I see what we're we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) I know what we're doing. (laughs) When that dude, when our hero goes, one woman isn't enough to repopulate the entire human race. I was like, she has
1: 500 eggs
0: yeah he's like she says 500 eggs I literally had to go to the. I
1: went to my phone I was like is that how many eggs a woman can produce I don't think that's right
0: every egg that a woman has she's born with Correct, like men, but you I don't, don't think produce it's sperm.
1: 500 you think a woman has 500 eggs ready to rock and roll
0: I don't think we know enough about female anatomy to be talking about on this podcast mm, you make we should make have a points. female podcaster explain to us how yeah, female where's anatomy works
1: she shows these fucking <laughs> movies <laughs>
0: <laughs> she didn't choose the movie I guess that's true. She, she chose, chose the topic. Yeah, right, right, right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Bl- Blame the dark movie this. overlords yeah. for the movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing I didn't understand is he's like the president is like, parsifal you're the perfect person for this mission. Why is he the perfect person?
1: Because <laughs> he's snake fucking
0: bliskin. But even Parcival is like, why? Yeah, why am true. I he says, is it he's because
1: like, he won the death race, maybe?
0: I don't know. Like, I know he served under the president in the military because like, he's like, nothing fucking changes with you. He's like, nothing changes with you. It's always yeah. a game. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. you're always playing people. Like, I don't trust you. Like, I'm not doing it. And I do. I do like that. They just cut to the fucking chase. And he's like, he's like, I'm not doing it. I can't trust you. I'm not going to help you. And the guy just goes, okay, well then we'll kill you. <laughs> and the room <laughs> opens up and there's just guns pointed at him. Yes. And he's but, like,
1: okay. Okay. It's the same thing. <laughs>
0: It is at that point it becomes escape from New York. But I
1: mean, like he's like, I'm not doing. it. He's like, cool. We've already infected you with this virus, and the only well they don't do the virus.
0: They just put a gun to his head and like, we'll kill you right here if you don't do it.
1: No, in Escape from New York.
0: I know. I'm saying in this movie. it's Different because theirs goes ding 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 ding, (laughs) and this one goes ding 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 (laughs) ding. See,
1: that's the difference. That's how you know it's not the the same. That's how you know it's not the same. Yeah. If I've learned anything from copyright laws, it's from Vanilla Ice.
0: Also, Snake Plissken is not going to get on a spaceship to go to Alpha Centauri to be the atom to this woman's. Eve he
1: definitely before. is not.
0: And fertilize all her 500 eggs. No. I mean, is, he would because he's Snake Plissken. But yes.
1: You're right. He would. Not. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point.
0: It transitions, though, from Escape from New York into a, a NES video game because he gets two dudes. He's like, you're not going to go in alone. Yeah. You're in a, I'm, I'm sitting with two people. He gets Bronx. Yes. Who is the most Italian man I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Without question.
0: (laughs) Like this guy is like this movie is shot in Italy. Central casting. Yeah. This is like (laughs) like, Giuseppe, Sergio, whatever. (laughs) And he's got a robot hand. Mm -hmm. And so then you have Ratchet, who's the strongest man in the new Confederacy, who doesn't look very strong, but he's got the eye patch. He's got the eye patch. And so, so, remember in video games, you could choose between three characters. Oh. <laughs> Parcival is our most balanced character. He's Axel. He's like, if
1: you play Final of, you know, Fists of Fury, he's yes. Axel.
0: Yes. Correct. That's Parcival. Right. Bronx is the fast one, but he's also the most vulnerable. Correct. He takes more damage. Ratchet is the strongest, and he's the most invulnerable. You know, it takes two hits to one to, to knock him down, but he's very slow.
1: Very slow. Very slow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was like... This got me thinking cuz I've noticed this again and again and again. Were these Italian movies imported to Japan? Because these oh, movies predate a lot of those video games and those video games feel com- like like so many video games. That's a good feel that's a good Completely point. ripped off. I mean, obviously Metal Gear is S- Snake Plissken. Snake. Yeah. Snake is Snake Plissken. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's more than that like it's they're like all of these like you know after the fall of New York all these like post-apocalyptic movies from this era a lot of them European
1: yeah
0: are like directly seem directly influenced because like when they land there who are they fighting they're fighting a, a mutant gang right, and the right, right, right. Urak gang and the Urak gang they're not dressed in soldiers uniforms most of them they're dressed in different color-coded letterman's jackets so and, like, you know
1: who they are yeah, I'm like, this is a
0: fucking video game. The red right? ones like, are the
1: easy ones. The blue ones are correct. a little bit harder. Correct, yeah, right, right, right.
0: And then they fucking appear, and some of them have weapons, and you hit them, and you grab the weapon, and you beat them up. I'm going, this is an NES game.
1: I definitely they had a lot to have of been watching these movies. Oh, for sure, that's a great point. Is I wonder if they made it over there, before and it probably did, right? Like it's probably easier yes. to get, you know, yeah. things over into your own continent rather than across the sea to that's very America, true right you know yeah um but that's a great point is that yeah and then all the video game makers are like yeah we could do that I yeah got, i got i got just the thing for that
0: i think that a ton of the japanese programmers were going to uh the movies and watching all of these European exploitation movies that were ripoffs of American exploitation movies. Right. And we're like, fuck, we could do it. I yeah. mean, even the score of this movie, dude. score that of this was movie, the next
1: thing I was going to say. Is it's like- a
0: video game score.
2: <laughs>
1: it's also Carpenter.
2: Like it is That's very true.
1: It is it's very a good score though. It's a good it's score. It's a good score. But it is yeah. very Carpenter esque. But it is, it does also sound like a video game. You're absolutely
0: right. Um, this movie has more gore than Escape from New York, though.
1: Yes. That because is because we get when that guy gets gore on the car. Like,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, we get a, yeah. we get an axe to the head. Yep. Which is, lots is of like bullets. splits his head, lots of bullets, and lots then when of the bullets. court court gesture gets his face blown off, which I, has I a thought gun- was great he gets a gun to the back of the head and it, yeah you watch it blow out the front of his face which is impressive and I was like holy <laughs> shit but it's now, also there's
1: he, no rhyme or reason some of these guys have like stun guns and then other guys have like like saw full, off shotguns yeah right right <laughs> yeah. and i was like well why okay right on i
0: guess it's it's dystopian manhattan true. manhattan is like you get what you can get i did love the line too and the jazz man's like they baked the Big Apple. It's <laughs> <pretty> so <laughs> pulpy, but it's so good.
1: It is a good. I if I were to ever write a movie, I would want to try to like squeeze that line in somewhere because yes! that was a good line. That was for they, sure a good line.
0: They did it. They baked the Big they Apple. I was like, Big Apple. Well, well done. fuck yeah. Well okay. done. Here comes the controversy. Yep. It's time for a beef off. <laughs> Michael Sapku, Sap Sapki, I think. Who did a bunch of Italian B movies? Uh, this, is, is this, is, this is Percival? Okay. This is Percival, yes. Mm. More handsome than Kurt Russell?
1: You shut the fuck up. No. No. It's impossible. I think.
0: I think. I think. Percival is hotter.
1: No. No. No way. There's no way. More
0: handsome. No. no. No, no. Not more handsome than Kurt Russell, but I would. I think Percival is a. a better okay, looking no. character he's got that jason momoa half shave in his eyebrows
1: he's, he does he's got the jawline he's got the, the jaw line. the five
0: o'clock shadow this the beautiful wavy post-apocalyptic hair the leather headband, the headband. he honestly he kind of looks more like snake Pliskin than or, uh, snake from metal gear than snake plissken does he does look at the headband is,
1: yes i yeah. i do agree with that but no I will not. Okay. I will not concede that point <laughs> at all. This movie no, gets no you. wins over Escape from New York.
0: Well, my next question to you was: Is the after the Fall of New York better than Escape from New York?
1: No. no. Dumbass question is that. Escape from New York is one of the. No. No.
0: Did you do the screen run episode of, for Escape from New York? I did a both. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. A, okay. I did
1: a new, new York, and I, I said I was like. I mean, I'll come back and do L.A. <laughs> and I think they were yeah, both. Yeah. Uh, nobody else has offered to do L.A. I was like, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> so famously on that show, the lady won did not care for. I know. Escape from New York. Yeah, that's
1: bonkers to me. I respect. I'm her going decision, to put the, wrong.
0: I'm going to put the challenge to her to watch 2019 after the fall of New York and see if she likes to oh, play escape from fuck. New York. We would have to because...
1: do. Honestly, what we should do is all three of us <laughs> should do a feature commentary. The commentary track
0: after, for After the Fall of New York, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. After she sees it, like she's gonna have to watch it twice. If I gotta watch yes. it twice, she's gotta
0: watch it twice. That's fair, then, yeah, that's fair. Um, I like this more than Escape from New York. Oh my
1: god, what is happening on this show? I quit.
0: My god, what a slobber knocker! Joe has lost it. I'm
1: done. <laughs> Not Are much more. Are you kidding me, but more.
0: Oh, uh, like, yeah.
1: I cannot believe this is happening right now.
0: This is your number one, isn't it? It's my number one. No! (laughs) Good God Almighty, Jason from Bench Movies has broken Joe in half. 8.5 out of 10. No! Oh my God. Will somebody stop the damn match? The third act twist in this movie. Ratchet, (laughs) our boy. Revealed my brain is as a fucking cyborg. My he's brain. like, I had your number back from such and such ratchet. Uh, you were the only one not affected by the ultrasound rays.
2: And uh, he's like,
0: the the bolo weapon that he's got that comes out of his wrist and like, uh, oh yeah. I I I that I bought this on Blu-ray. I, was oh like, I, I should have this. known
1: as soon as you said you bought this. I should have known. Yes. yes. I cannot believe that th- <laughs>
0: escape from new york is a cooler movie but the thing is so much more happens in this movie escape from new york has a lot of lulls where not very much is happening Oh, it's cool man. because it's like the quiet gunslinger, and he doesn't say this. Yeah. Throws all that out the fucking window, and is like every. There's a team. It's a team up movie, and <laughs> uh, Bronx dies, and eventually a little person appears who they think is a child. They're chasing true. around, get that child. And they're like, he's not a child. He's a little. He's one of the tiny people. Kill he him. He's the, a freak. It is funny. And then he sacrifices himself. <laughs> he he's the one impaled by the, the car, basically. And then he's Wait. his neck is oh, broken i meant yeah. in
1: the beat there, there's one in the beginning right that oh yes one of those- there is yeah there okay is. Yeah. okay yeah. but it, out of everybody out of all of the dubbing he was the one that was the worst because That's i don't think not he, his voice it was not yeah. his voice and i also don't think he was speaking english i feel like the no. other like it synced up yes pretty close yeah,
0: yeah. for those that don't know that- italian cinema even if even if it's italian italian it's all post sync Yes. And so even if everybody is speaking Italian after the fact, they have to go back in and do ADR every line because they just, they don't record audio at the time. So uh, what that led to for these exploitation movies is they would just cast actors and they would deliver the lines in whatever their native language was. Mm -hmm. And they would have, if the, if that person also spoke English, they would dub themselves. And if somebody else, if they didn't, then they just get somebody else to, to dub them. And so, yeah, there's characters here who are just clearly speaking the lines, and you're right; they sync it up pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's pretty and then we get people uh, who
0: clearly have never are speaking Italian or some other foreign language to yeah. us, and yeah, it's just dubbed oh, God, by somebody funny. completely different, and it doesn't sync quite as well. That's I part am. of the charm of these movies, though. It used to bother me, but it's actually grown on me. I think my appreciation more- for Italian <laughs> cinema has really grown.
1: Yeah, the more I've watched stuff, the more I've appreciated it. It's funny, it my actually I may need to run let this dog in real quick. But I think it's by right <laughs> of, I think it's by right a storm here. Um I like I kind of checked out, you know, I watched the full shit the di giallo stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I watched that. But it wasn't until I saw um once upon a time in Hollywood and they jokingly talk about Rick Dalton doing like Italian cop movies and yeah. I was like, "Well, I wonder like the Tarantino knows what the fuck he's talking about so that must be a thing yeah. so I started to go back and kind of like look through some of the more popular like Italian detective and cop movies and they're yeah. a lot of fun so they're it's a lot of Omer, fun to watch really good Are yes. really good all right let me go let this dog in before he kills me
2: yep
0: run if you must hide if you can scream If you are able, but above all, if you are alone, don't let them catch you. The Slashers. Coming soon to a podcast
2: app near you. Rated R.
1: I got an alert on my phone that says, seek indoor shelter now. And I was like, oh shit, my dog's outside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the line in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when he's like, so and so is the second best Italian direct- you know, Western director or whatever. Um, that's a real person. And he really is like the second best yeah. director after, of course, yeah. Sergio Leone. So, yeah, check some oh, of yeah. those he, movies I mean, out.
1: If you don't know, that he did The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yep. So, uh, what is your score and what's your rank for this? I know you hate it. Go ahead. Zero.
1: Go ahead. Oh, you know what? After talk- I won't give it a zero. I'll give it a two because of the production <laughs> value.
0: <laughs> You're only giving it two because it is a ripoff of one of your favorite movies.
1: Yeah. I mean, that knocks it down eight points.
0: So, so it's is it your worst it of the two. week?
1: It's my worst of the week
0: oh fuck off there's no <laughs> way that this is worse than fucking Jack.
1: oh we'll
0: oh no. <laughs> no
1: no it's Jesus. not it's not that high it's Freejack don't worry Jack is not that high
0: alright speaking of Free it's our next movie on the list has <sighs> a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes
2: Alex Furlong is about to die 2009, where money can buy anything. Someone paid to bring him back, including life itself. Why me? Why don't they just grab somebody who's alive now? I can't tell you that. Emilio Estevez, Mick Jagger, Rene
1: Russo, and Anthony Hopkins. Welcome to my mind. Freejack,
0: rated R, starts Friday, January 17th at a theater near you. Freejack was directed by a guy who was a one and doneer. Man, it's the only movie he ever directed. Makes Jeff sense. Murphy. It was written by uh, Stephen Pressfield. Ronald Shushit, Shushit was just brought in to uh, do a rewrite because oh. over 40% of this movie had to be reshot. And he was brought in because he was a producer and he was brought in on an emergency basis because he didn't think the movie was working. Um, Dan Gilroy also contributed to the screenplay. It's a story by Stephen Pressfield. Uh, it's based on Immortality Incorporated by Robert Shackley. It's a return of Rene Russo, last seen in, I think, Lethal Weapon 4. Triumphant mm. return of Amanda Plummer, speaking of Tarantino, last seen in Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Triumphant return of Frankie Faison, last seen in Hannibal. Triumphant return of Anthony Hopkins, last seen in Hannibal. Triumphant <laughs> return of Emilio Estevez, last seen in The Breakfast Club. Triumphant return of Grand L. Bush, last seen in Street Fighter. He played Balrog. Oh, speaking wow. of video games. This film was released January. Yeah, that's right. 17th 1992 on a budget of 30 million dollars it only made 37 million worldwide 90s race car driver is ripped from the moment of his death in the past so a ceo in the future of 2009 can fuck his wife
1: (laughs) we've got anthony hopkins uh of thor uh and i think that's it renee russo oh also in thor yes i you know man because she's is she in one she's not in
0: one yeah, she is. No, and she's they, not.
1: They kill her in she, two. No, she they, is in one, I think. Oh, you're right. She is, but they kill her in two, right? No, I
0: think they kill her in three. She's already killed her in three. two. Yeah, they kill her in two, but she and comes back, her back for in, Infinity War. Infinity yeah. War. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's
1: your, the Thor trif double fecta, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, let's break this down here. Uh, <laughs> I have a theory about. Oh, wait, seven. Jerry Hall.
1: Jerry Hall is in this. And she oh, plays yes. Jack Napier's girlfriend Yes, uh,
0: in, in Batman. There you I didn't ask. <laughs> Jack, line. you look great. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. <laughs> what a fucking asshole.
1: Um, he's the Joker. Of course he's an asshole.
0: <laughs> no, he's Jack Napier. That's true. Um, I have a theory about movies set in the future and movies set in space. It's less a theory, more a test. You have uh-huh. to pass three parts of a test. The laser test—it's all about lasers. If a okay. laser looks cool in a movie, the movie passes. If not, fail. Mm-hmm. These mo- movie lasers are bolts of raggedy lightning, man, almost Flash Gordon style. It fucking blows.
1: Yep, I agree with you. And there's man, there is some su- there is some green screenery in the at the end oh. of this movie that is real bad. I watched this on Hulu.
0: Yep, it's on Hulu um, currently.
1: And it like, I was actually kind of into this idea. I the was idea, like, Yeah, we'll
0: get to the, yeah, the idea is, I was like,
1: This might be my number three, maybe, because Death Race is my number two. But, yeah. And then it hits a point where I was like, Never mind.
2: This yeah,
0: that's correct. <laughs> correct. It falls yeah. apart.
1: Big time, big time.
0: The second part of the test is the vehicle test all about vehicles. If the cars okay. and vehicles look cool, the movie Ooh. passes. These cars look like shit. the beetle yep. shaped buggies. The, they, and- they
1: look like they look like live action models based on things from Batman the animated series.
0: I I think they look like something out of Beetleborgs. I don't I I think Batman <laughs> looks better. This stuff looks oh, like wow. garbage. Yeah, it's it's garbage. Is, this, this whole
1: movie looks like trash.
0: Yeah.
2: It's then there's the bad.
0: armor test, which is like if we're gonna be in the future, would it have uh, the cops and soldiers they look cool? they look like okay. space Nazis? Okay. Look like, these look like hockey players from hell. They fucking <laughs> lame. Is that
1: a what is that from? It's a hockey player from hell. Something it's from one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies.
2: Is
0: it? I think so. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. Joe. My brain is mostly movies now. <laughs> no. Okay.
1: I know. I, know. I yeah. get it. it. I understand. Yeah.
0: I my have 100- wife, My wife also struggles. I have, <laughs> have one hundred and sixty gigabit storage in my brain, and it's right completely. I got hey, 300- three hundred. I got 380 gig of movie references (laughs) that is leaking. So I don't even know it's a fucking movie reference. I I think I am having original thoughts and it's just the premise of a movie.
1: I uh, do. I don't remember. Absolutely had that where I was like, (laughs) fuck, yeah, that's a good idea. And then you start like jotting ideas down and you start looking things online. You're like, motherfucker. It is not an original idea. (laughs) No.
0: Free Jack fails at all three of those tests. I would agree. Jack is a B movie with a movie production value it feels as if someone took an Albert Pune movie and gave it a lethal weapon budget. And I don't understand how the fuck it's,
1: that it's, it's also crazy to look at this cast. Oh, like it's bonkers. Like these are at the point. Anthony Hopkins is in this movie.
0: Well, is he in it <laughs> He's oh, on fair. a green screen?
1: That's a good point. Yeah. He's cast in this movie.
0: I think he's probably done more days on a Marvel set than he did. in
1: <laughs> He didn't good. do any days. Yeah. Right. But it is. It, there are moments where I like I didn't I didn't look. I remember this cover box. Right. Like, you know, as an mm-hmm. 80s kid, cover boxes were everything. That's how you yep. picked up movies. So I yep. remember this cover box. And when he pops up on screen and I was like, holy shit, like Anthony Hopkins is in this movie uh, after signs of
0: the lambs after, which is even crazier remaining hours of the day or the, whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, it's, yeah. it's bon- like he won the Oscar. He, he was an Oscar yeah. winning actor yep. in free Jack, <laughs> which I got to tell you when you gave me that title, I was like the Whoopi Goldberg movie. How does this fit in? That's a different. It's something else. Jack, have you never seen this? I've never seen this. This I actually I hadn't seen this. I've never I had never seen Johnny Mnemonic or the 2019 piece of shit. Like uh, those wow. three, I had not, I had not seen a, Death Race and Real Steel. I, Real Steel is a, is a, is in the rotation with some regularity. Um, but yeah, those last three I have not seen. I had never seen either
0: one of them. or any I reason. haven't seen Free Jack since the 90s. It was a rental and. Phew. Didn't go over well in my household. <laughs> um, you talked about the cast. Let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, is Emilio Estevez a leading man?
1: I think in the 90s, yes. But not in a movie like this. Emilio Estevez This is made, the 90s, Joe. This is I 90s. I know, fuck. I know. But like to me, he has that same charm, but not to the same level that Michael J. Fox does. There is, a, there is a, like a twinkle in his eye and a charm of that smarmy dick, but it is still likable, right? Like Michael J. Fox became that post Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Life with Mikey, Doc Hollywood. Um, what's the one, the cop movie with James Woods? Um, and Emilio Estevez, I think, still has like had that. But mm-hmm. not to the same level that Michael J. Fox did, so that's why he works in things like Men at Work or The Mighty Ducks, um, any of those like co- you know.
0: The best thing comedies. he ever did was Repo Man when he played Otto. That was the best. Repo Man is
1: a is an underrated, undervalued flick
0: 100%. that I think
1: is I think is starting to get its due.
0: It's in the Criterion Collection. I have. That's it. what I'm saying.
1: It. Like once it once yep. it gets in there, I think you've got something. But if you've never seen Men at Work with him and Charlie Sheen, who oh, I think at work Charlie is awful brother. Oh, dude, I think that is like.
0: It, it, if you're it telling me one you one like Stakeout, maybe him and Richard. I Dreyfus, do like Stakeout.
1: That both very. Maybe I will
0: hear you on that one. It's been a while since I've seen now. Now another Stakeout's fucking atrocious with Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell, Yikes. oh horrendous, <laughs> horrendous. But there
1: is maybe. I, I mean, I'm thinking of Men at Work because that was a HBO. Like staple, staple. like a, like yeah. a late, like a, not late night, but like mid evening, like late evening, evening. movie that yeah. would be on, and I would yeah. watch. You know, when he when they're shooting that guy with the potato gun and they think they kill him, I think that's a funny scene. Um, well,
0: th- that makes sense because the movies that you watched in that era, because we would just HBO had five movies they played them right, right. They would just play them in rotation, and for those of us that grew up in any time of that era, from like the late seventies into the early two thousands, basically. Yeah. um the, the, Those things got baked into our brain. You just glob and onto if, them, even if they're not good objectively. You've seen them so many times. There's like a nostalgic familiarity with them, and yeah. you remember parts you enjoyed at Bumps. So that that makes sense now. The de- I the deep I came, fried
1: taco. Like that's yeah. What that is. That's
0: exactly right. Yeah, I came yeah. to Men at Work about five years ago. And I was like this. Oh, blows. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah,
1: I remember. Yeah, I, the, I,
0: the, I don't. I don't buy Emilio Estevez as a leading man. I've never bought him as a leading man outside of maybe the first Young Guns because he's playing. I think he's Bill great kid in Young Guns. He's not good in Bill uh, Young Guns too, though. Young Guns. Nobody's stinks. good
1: in Young Guns too.
0: No, oh, it's horrendous. <laughs> but um, I, I've never bought him as a leading man. I guess Mighty Ducks to a certain extent, but he's playing. That's an ensemble movie. It's mostly Very about the so. kids. Yeah. This is. He is the exact wrong person for this movie. Renee Russo, I think, does okay. She was, it was originally supposed to be Linda Fiorentino. Okay, I could see that. Who couldn't do the... For, she had a scheduling conflict, and so they brought in Renee Russo. The only thing that doesn't work about Renee Russo... Well, I'll say this. I don't know that I would buy, at that time, Linda Fiorentino becoming like, one of the most powerful women and one of the most powerful corporations in the world in, tw- in 2009. I do buy Renee Russo as like the second in command of Renee Russo,
1: even in the lethal weapon movies, like yeah. has this era, uh, this aura, I guess of no shit. Like she's just not, she's not going to take your shit at all. Like she was very of, professional,
0: but she also a like kind of tough. cutthroat. Yes. Tough. Yeah, tough. Like I yeah.
1: think of her in uh, lethal weapon or major league. Yeah. Um, any of them. And Anything like she's that, ever done, yeah, that even that role she's got, even, the Thor even in the Thor movie, yeah, yep, I agree. Yep. She's she is a take no bullshit kind of yep, woman,
0: a hundred percent.
1: So, and Linda Fiorentino, man, where where is she at in her career at that point? What year is this? I mean,
0: sexy as fuck. That's a, that's that's never <laughs> right going to change. Right before Men in Black, like to me, okay, she's man, she's Men in Black in the,
1: is holy shit.
0: She's to me, she's the dangerous woman. She's the femme fatale or she's the... I would agree with that. She's a smoky, seductress... Is she in, is she in Sliver? Kind. No,
1: she's in Jade,
0: right? Jade, Jade. correct. Yes, yeah. I think she's okay. in Jade. Okay, yeah, not
1: yeah, Sliver. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. The, that's Sharon Stone coming off of Basic Instinct.
0: Correct. That's Basic yeah. Instinct okay. Light, yeah. <laughs> no, um, Basic Instinct 2. I, I just don't buy Emilio. I don't buy the future in this movie. I don't no. buy the special effects. I don't buy Emilio. Now, my next question to you is, do you buy Mick Jagger as Vicendic? Which Vicendic is a medication now, right? is it
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> isn't Vicendic like a, a some kind of a lupus medication <laughs> it's or it's something? Di-
1: I gotta tell you, in this one it's a diuretic.
0: Yeah. Uh, what it it is What's he doing here?
1: <laughs> I-, I sent you I sent you a message where I feel like Jermaine Clement is constantly doing an impression of Mick Jagger. I see and- it. The One you know, Mississippi, two yes. Mississippi. Yeah. Oh 100%. man. Even even the the crab in Moana, right? Like yes. I was kind of I wasn't I wasn't checked out of this movie, but I was fucking around on my phone, and I heard him talk for the first time, and I literally had to look up because I was like, why is Jermaine Clement in this? Mo- oh, it's Mick ja- Mick Jagger's in this movie. Um, and I don't know. You know, there are certain musical acts or performers that have that je ne sais quoi if you will that can yes. make that leap from the stage from the studio to the screen yep. i think of justin timberlake i think of david bowie um you know people that can make that jump and be believable in a movie mick jagger taylor is not swift one of those, taylor swift really taylor swift
0: <laughs> <laughs> no
1: has she been in a movie
0: britney spears yeah she, we'll just- yeah, yeah. she was in amsterdam and she was oh, in- yeah that's right she gets beaten by a car in Amsterdam. I laughed, I laughed, I laughed. <laughs>
2: um,
1: and it's not an easy thing to do. It's not, you know, I think just because you're good on stage and you, you have amazing musical skills doesn't mean that's going to transfer to acting. Correct. And Mick Jagger is a prime example uh, where that does not transfer very well at all.
0: I would agree. I think he's wrong for the role. At a certain point, he's having fun. And when the movie falls Definitely. the fuck apart, I'm grateful that he's in it because he is more, at that point, more interesting than what is happening in the movie. I would agree with um, that. I think that this is a movie that is ripe for a remake.
1: Dude, that, we've, you know we've done this before.
0: Yeah, this. And but I'm, turned, gonna, I'm not. I'm not going to write it this time. No, we I'm wrote just the saying, last one. <laughs> the idea of the rich stealing the bodies of the the dead from the past at the yes. moment of their death, so that they can continue living and have like a sort of bastardized immortality, eternal life. Yes, is fucked up enough and believable enough, and would play so well in our current. I era. think.
1: I think you are absolutely right. I think this is. I I thought that as I was watching it. Yeah. Um. W- that this would be out of, you know, everything they remade. I think this one would be ripe for a remake of the, the 1% stealing the bodies of maybe not famous athletes, but maybe athletes that never really made it or, you know, things like that moments before their, or even not before their death when they're in their prime and using their bodies in the future to continue their own,
0: yeah. I don't know that it has to be athletes. I don't know that it has to be. I guess that's um, true. I, I, I think it almost needs to be at the moment of their death because that shows a total. It's like, well, you're dead anyways. And so it's like the idea that like, uh, you know, fucked up way they are wanting to avoid death. So they steal the it's, it's basically like time grave robbing and that's yeah. fucked up because they're afraid of dying and they're leveraging their wealth to be able to steal. Is like, that's Anthony Hopkins' whole point. He's like, well, somebody already paid for it, and technically he's already dead, so he has no rights. Which is right? crazy. Which is, But that would be the logic that would really be used. Like, what fucking rights Absolutely. do you have? You're dead. And it's like, but he's not dead, but it's like, yeah, but you should be. And it's right. like, oh, my God. <laughs> and where this movie doesn't work is the, the existing Free Jack is the implication of being in the moment of your death quantum leaped into the future 18 Mm -hmm. years into the future
2: he seems
0: radically unfazed by the future
1: a future you know and which i always find interesting because some most of the time these movies do get it right as far as like where we are at 15 20 years in the future right star trek called it with uh the communicators which i mean are basically cell phones right yeah they they Um, get the
0: the rough outlines of a lot of stuff yeah
1: i think i think blade runner gets a lot right in in where we are in in our society which makes you
0: one which makes you wonder are they predicting the future or are we building the future to look like our fiction
1: that's a great that is the eternal question right like is life imitating art or vice versa correct um and i do think in this one where he go are they in new york is that where they are
0: i don't even fucking know i think whatever city they're
1: in but like the big led boards you know like on top of buildings and things like that and um there were some other like weird tech things where i was like oh shit that's oh video screens the video like video call conferencing which is what we're doing now right yes um are all there
0: it's income radical income inequality
1: yeah big time big time when the
0: dude is like there is no there is there is no um there's only the top and the bottom. There is no middle is what he tells Right, them.
1: right. They, they got to like, get through the wall to get through to like Brooklyn, yeah. basically. I yeah. guess
0: they are in New York because they talk about crossing a bridge or something. There's a gentrified neighborhood. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, well, they, such and such. And the, what the nun, the man and plumber, is like, wait till you get there. If you think this place is crazy, wait till you get over there. They, they It's pull a completely it back to the <laughs> gentrified neighborhood.
1: Yeah, they pull it back to the future when... Yeah, uh, Emilio goes to what he thought was his girlfriend's apartment, and it's you know it's not anymore; it's somebody else's. And yeah, uh, I mean, and Back to the Future, it's a black family, and this one, it's an it's a it's a black family as well, which
0: is kind of rough because that's basically like shorthand for well, it's low income now. That's exactly. I was and thinking the like, same that thing. thing. <laughs> like, I, fucking sucks. <laughs> it does fucking suck,
1: and I agree with you because they. I mean, when they when Marty goes back to his house, right? Like his house is yes. is fucked up. Like it, it's it's yes. not what it looked like before, and the same thing goes for this apartment complex. Um,
0: yeah, so I do think, but the neighbor, the neighborhood that she, that I forget which one it is, but the, where she's living now, that would have been a slum in the nineties. And the idea is it's, oh, well, that's where the super elite live. It's an exclusive neighborhood, which is, has gone on in places like Williamsburg and elsewhere. It's gone on here. Right.
1: I mean, here, big time, like the place that I grew up was, it wasn't, it wasn't good. And in the, you know, I grew up in the, I grew up in this area in the eighties. And now in 2023, it's like they're $500,000
0: homes, which is insane. It's bonkers. Which is why this movie should be remade.
1: I agree. I think this is, this is out of everything. This is the one that's primed for a remake.
0: You know, the other problem with this film is it's not deep enough into Alex as a personal story. And it's yes. also never explores the world that Alex finds himself in deep enough either. So is this a movie about the, the, is it a commentary about the future and what the world is going to be? Or is it a personal story of this guy? It's neither fish nor foul. Like we yeah, don't, that's true. like that's we don't never point. really get into the character of Alex. And what is he thinking? What does he think about his death? What does he think? You know, Renee Russo has the line of like, you're still the same age. I'm almost twenty years older. I, I gotta like, tell you sp- though, <laughs>
1: well,
0: she looks exactly. The she same. says
1: I'm twenty years older. It's like she looks exactly the same. And
0: yeah. they, they didn't. even, Well, yes, but also they didn't even try <laughs> to age her up. No, she looks no. exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "You're still her hair the same. is different." Yeah, she's like, "You're still beautiful to me." And it's like, yeah, because she looks exactly like <laughs> when last time you saw her. But right. we never deal with the fact that he's he says it, but we never feel it when he's like, she's like that was twenty years ago for me, Alex. And he's like. He's like, but that was only minutes ago for me. When he's like, the necklace she gave him, the pendant,
1: which is a good line.
0: It is, but we it it never goes beyond dialogue.
1: No, I agree with
0: you.
2: Yeah,
1: him walking around like burnt out New York, and he's like, "Don't eat, you know, eat this rat burger or whatever." And yeah, uh, you know, yeah, it was.
0: He just seems mostly unfazed by everything, and that's where it falls apart for me. I Uh, agree. I give it a five out of ten. It's my number four for the week.
1: Uh, I was I did like a four point five out of ten, and it is also my number four.
0: All right, moving on to another '90s not so classic, Johnny Mnemonic, (laughs) which currently has eighteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: The year is twenty twenty one. The last hope for mankind has been entrusted to a lone courier. Known as Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny, (laughs) who are you? Now, he's a threat to the powerful, a target to be eliminated. And this summer, he's the future's most wanted fugitive. Keanu Reeves is Johnny Mnemonic. Rated R at Theatres Friday.
0: This was directed by Robert Longo. I was mistaken. I had a botch and a boner. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. this is the one and done feature featurely.
1: Thriller. Oh, okay. The
0: also this, makes
2: believe,
0: sense. <laughs> yes. This this movie has a screenplay not based on William Gibson. Gibson himself wrote this movie. Is that the, right? The godfather of, uh, cyberpunk. Yeah. Wrote this movie himself. And you can fucking tell because the dialogue is atrocious. <laughs> it's based on his book, Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, that he also wrote, obviously. From Return of Count of for The Matrix, there are two shots in this movie that are stolen and put directly into the Matrix. When he wakes up, his head Dude, he goes I through the computer was, screen, Yep. and it says "Wake up, uh, whatever, Johnny," and yep. he pops up out of bed. It's the same thing, except for it's his that's
1: desk. I okay, okay.
0: And when they lift him up on the Hoyer under the spaceship, when they lift him yeah. up onto that platform, Another
1: little tr- little platform thing.
0: The bottom of the platform is the same light configuration as the. Lights that come down and grab him out of what the toilet for the matrix. What a weird movie
1: to homage.
0: Well, I think that just it makes all, sense. They were homaging William Gibson,
1: yeah, which is what the yeah, Matrix yeah, yeah.
0: is. It's, it's right, basically right, a simulation right. or a simulacra. So. Um, it's a triumph return of Dolph Lundgren Last seen in Creed 2 Don't know what the fuck he's doing here triumph oh, return boy. of Ice-T Last seen as a kangaroo in Tank Girl
2: <laughs>
0: uh, It doesn't matter when this movie was released It doesn't matter what the budget was It doesn't matter what the box office was I don't give a shit
2: mm-hmm. This
0: movie fucking sucks A data courier attempts to outrun the Yakuza Who won his head and the info sloshing around Inside his brains
1: The prequel to The Matrix nobody wanted
0: this movie is set in 2021. <laughs> this is the this movie when it came out. I saw it on home video again. It was a rental.
1: Uh, saw the box. I mean, I'll, I will never forget this box. It is a great yes. cover box.
0: Yes. This is it's the single movies. biggest reason when The Matrix came out. I did not see it until like three weeks in because I was I looked oh, you were so this <laughs> movie so much that when we finally sure. rented it, I hated this movie and I thought The Matrix. Because it didn't show you very much of the what the story Like, what is the Matrix? And it looked the same. He's plugging yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. shit into his head yep. and downloading stuff. I'm thinking, this is giant demonic again. And I was like, you got me once, Hollywood. You're not going to get me again. And then I eventually saw The Matrix and the recommendation of childhood friend Jake Thomas. And they got it. me again two more times with the terrible sequels. They Actually, got me once. Three more times.
1: They got me, they got me once. With the terrible I've seen, sequels. I've seen... I saw two in theaters and I remember that scene when he flies up into the air Yeah, and I was like, Oh shit, these, these folks would make a pretty good Superman movie and they almost did. And then I saw, I, Oh, I got to the scene, the, the scene with the guy in the, in the, with all the f- screens.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember sitting the in the architect. theater
1: being like, what the fuck is going on? And I never saw another one in theaters.
2: You didn't miss anything. No uh,
1: superhero count. Keanu Reeves, Constantine. Well, he's Constantine. He's not Constantine. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Uh,
1: Diana Meyer, as a matter of fact, who was Barbara Gordon in the ill-fated Birds of Prey TV show.
0: Oh, these are you're digging now.
1: I'm (laughs) look. If there's ever an actress that was born to be Barbara Gordon,
0: it is Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. It is Diana
1: Meyer. Uh, and then we've got uh, Udo Kier was in the first Blade. Yes, he was. And I think that's it.
0: If if, I, if, if, is he, not- if anybody is actually a vampire in real life, if anybody is a <laughs> real is life Kier. Dracula, his fucking name is Udo Kier. <laughs> Udo Kier is an Indiana Jones villain name.
1: Yes, he should have been. Also, yeah.
0: why the fuck wasn't he in Dial of Destiny?
1: That's a great question.
0: He, that's a, I, <laughs> I know he's probably tired of playing Nazis, <laughs> but we only have him for so much longer. That's true. He should play every Nazi. He Every should. Nazi should be U- Udo Kier. Every vampire should be Udo Kier. Always. Every serial killer should be Udo Kier. <laughs> Every cultist <laughs> should be Udo Kier. Yeah. It, uh, Udo Kier, never trust him. Never, never trust him.
1: Never Kier. trust him. He's never. Yeah. And if you choose Carmen over Diz, you're a piece of shit.
0: I, I have since had my eyes open to that fact. Yes. Yeah. 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 Diz all day. Yeah. Um, did Alex Jones watch this movie? And is this where he got the idea of info wars? I'm terrified wars? <laughs> <laughs> because he's like in the Battle of the Info Wars during the opening <sighs> crawl, and I'm like, is Info Wars a William Gibson reference of all fucking people? How do you oh, think man. Gibson? I don't know if Gibson's still with us, but if he is, how do you think he feels about being the spiritual inspiration for Alex fucking Jones?
1: I don't think he likes it, whether he I is or not. whether he isn't. I, 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 you know what? That's true. Some of these guys sometimes. You think they're on one side, and then they say something. And you're like, "Oh fuck! You're on the other!" God damn it!
0: I mean, like Frank Miller.
1: Frank Miller. Okay. Frank Miller has always been on the conservative side.
0: That's very but, true. He's always been a
1: fascist. He's always been a it, yes. And the Dark Knight, and the things he had written. The Dark Knight is returns. Is the, is it? Is you're you're just like oh, okay. Yeah. Reagan, you know but he is anti reagan in that so it's like maybe he's i don't know reagan's too but,
0: liberal for him
1: he, oh boy um and then as he went away and he started writing more shit you're like oh yeah yeah i got you okie dokie still yeah. good stuff up until the dark knight returns and then everything else, everything else after that is trash
0: I don't know how much the brain can store, but it has to be more than a mini disc, which is what they use <laughs> to put the information on in his brain.
1: If I, that guy's that's my, the, my, uh, <laughs> my external hard drive has more memory than, than Johnny brain. Mnemonic's brain. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, that's correct.
1: <laughs> Got a three terabyte I, mini hard drive that uh, it, can hold more than his brain.
0: I just thought, how naive were we that we were like, yeah, 160 gig, how are
1: we gonna, you know, but mini in, in disc, the, mini discs.
0: Year, I, man, my mini buddy disc weren't popular in 1995. My buddy bought
1: a mini disc player for his car. Oh,
2: yeah. I had and some had, friends
1: and, and we were all just like, maybe he's on the right. Maybe he, I don't, I mean, my CD player does play through a tape in my tape deck. I guess it, he could be onto something. As soon as somebody
0: <laughs> said, well, all this shit's MP3. So why don't we just put it on an M make a player that just plays the MP3s.
1: Yep. It was, it was fucking over, over man
0: it took it took a couple iterations the, the you had the creative yes the once computer you, company cr- creative put an mp3 player out then you had yeah. zune obviously but once the ipod hit
1: it was it game was over. over it was game yeah. over
0: why the fuck do i need any disc
1: and which is a, i mean it i know that i've talked about physical media and obviously i still buy like movies in physical i still buy like hard copy. Hard copy of comics for the most Mm -hmm. part. Oh, good for you! But music and like video games, it's all digital. I don't, I don't buy. I I will buy a new John Carpenter record because I like to own those
0: vinyls. Different than like a CD.
2: Yes,
1: yeah, but I couldn't music. I couldn't tell you the last time I bought an album because because with you pay ten bucks a month to Apple Music, I can stream anything
0: on Apple Music. Sorry, David Rosen, we're consuming your ah. content. Eat your Sorry. pennies and eat your pennies and smile. Yeah. Um, snatch back your brain, zombie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great line. Well, that was a good uh, line. Very poorly delivered. Uh, uh-huh. Ice-T is fucking horrible in this movie.
1: Ice-T is not a good actor.
0: He's not, but he, but there's been a few things I've enjoyed him in. This is not that one is of fair. them. That is fair. This is
1: not one of them.
0: Were the motion detectors that Johnny Mnemonic uses were those referenced in John Wick with Donnie Yen?
1: Holy really like, shit. I didn't a, even think about that. But he, de, Donnie Yen definitely, but I thought his were, it doesn't matter, but I thought his were discs. But it, yeah, it's the same but they're concept. Detectors. It's the Bing same ding. concept with the, with the red the lights. Alarm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Man. What a, I just you wonder. Know, Keanu has had, his career is very interesting because it's almost like he just can't fail.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, he can like, fail. He, it, the movie's called Johnny Dnemonic.
1: Okay. But my point is he keeps coming back and we're still yeah. just like, yeah, man, but I will absolutely go see another Keanu Reeves movie.
0: Once like, I once people were like the matrix is mind blowing, I went to see it, I it washed Johnny Demonic down the toilet of my brain. Until this episode, but he's been
1: in other garbage movies since. Oh, tons
0: of garbage.
1: But he, but to me, he's kind of like Teflon, where he'll give an interview with Stephen Colbert, and you're like, God damn it, like you're such a lovable, nice dude. You know, like when did you ever see that?
0: No, what happens if he gets exposed?
1: I know, dude. Like that's the fear. That's the
0: last one. He's like the last man standing. Him and Tom
1: Hanks. Right, like those are the two. Well, guys, they tried I like,
0: to get Tom Hanks with all the weird, like Tom yeah. Hanks is Hollywood's number one pedophile. Ooh. That was
1: just like, what the fuck?
0: Infowars.
1: <laughs> They're turning our
0: frogs gay.
1: Yeah. Um, but no, there's an interview with Keanu and um, Stephen Colbert, and Colbert asks him, he's like, "What do you think happens when we die?" And Keanu Reeves takes a bit, and he just like, just with the most earnest look, he goes, "The people that love us will miss us." And it's hmm. like, God damn it. Like, you know, he doesn't commit to any sort of religion. He just kind of, he has this, th- this thing, you know, that keeps people c- coming back. And even the John Wick movies are insanely good. Yes. Like they're fun. They're fun. They're well done. And he, even in this one, I am at least, this movie's trash. I agree with you. But there is something to watching him.
0: No, Where I was, not in this movie. Not in this I, movie.
1: I think that he was the only thing that was keeping me interested. That's
0: not true. Diana
2: was <laughs> kept me interested.
1: But there was like them together. I, I just think this she's be, bad not, in
0: this movie too, though. She's worse. She than is,
1: he is absolutely bad. But she's a kid. Oof. She's like not a kid, kid. But she. I feel like she's pretty young.
0: Oh, in her acting Joe. career in this movie, no. You're letting your Willie do the thinking.
1: You think she's she was an established actress at this point?
0: I don't think she's an established actress, but I think she's older than you think. She's fifty-four kid, I, now.
1: No, no, no. When I say kid, I mean like in her career, in her. Acting oh, career. I see. I feel I see. like she's very I, early in her acting career.
0: Uh, could be. I just think also, she's just a, not a good actress. You're she's not wrong. good. But she's not good she in Starship speak. Troopers. There but are she no, no she good is. actors in Starship Troopers no, outside that's of Michael true. Ironside. No, but like, yeah, he's not a good actor and he's not good in that movie. <laughs> Nobody's uh, good in that movie. I don't think they knew they weren't good, but I definitely think Paul Verhoeven knew. I think he knew oh, like, this Casper he, Van Dien kid cannot act his way ever paper He he looks
1: like he's he is the he is acting's version of Lex Luger. Looks oh, like a million bucks horrible. garbage in the ring.
0: <laughs> yeah, then the bell has to ring. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. That's right. That's, that's right.
0: exactly right. Then the cameras have to roll. And I think <laughs> Verhoeven right. knows that and he's like put these pretty people up here. That's have them play it. it as straight as possible, Yep. and it will be ridiculous. Did you, and... have you ever
1: have you ever heard the theory that Carmen is responsible for everything? Like she's the catalyst for all of it going down. No. So if Carmen, if Carmen doesn't, oh man, I wish I could remember the name of the podcast that did this. If Carmen doesn't change the trajectory of her ship, it doesn't collide with that other ship
0: holy shit
2: and, it,
1: and like the the meteor the the, the rock that comes through what destroyed in.
0: their their uh, it won't, Buenos it, won't uh... it won't hit
1: like there's all like there's this theory that, that carmen is the catalyst for all of
0: this you didn't hear that on a podcast you created that
1: <laughs> I, I i can't take credit for that because i'm almost you... positive i heard it on a podcast <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. Okay, we can't remember okay. them, so it's yours now. You uh, know what you. we're not talking about? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a uh, Kevin Brackett. Are you ready, Joe? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you know what we're not talking about? <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Mnemonic, because it fucking sucks. It's a two out of ten. Yeah. It's the worst of the week.
1: Uh, I I also give it a, a two out of ten. We're, uh it's my number. It's crazy because it does. It is my number three, but like it, Free Jack and this one meld together. You know, like, it, yeah, it's yeah. only number three because it's a little... I like Keanu more than I like Emilio.
0: Like Their vision the of 2021 why. internet, which is all <laughs> VR-based and just mostly consists of... Apparently, the internet was just mostly having gloves on and then just, just doing The power this, gloves? Just and doing Freddy this has us over and, like, and oh over my again. Oh, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, what the opening fuck is boxes. this? Like opening boxes every time. It didn't make any sense. He's like, don't worry, I got it. And then it's like, it's it oh, it awful. When it's awful it,
1: but i will say talking about like things they get right in the future vr becoming even more and more prevalent
0: oh and, it took so fucking long it's still not super prevalent. no no no. It's, i agree
1: i agree with yeah, you but i think yeah. that it's going to i think it's it's slowly becoming if disney's going to put out a way to go through disneyland or disney world through vr
0: still gonna people are going right? to do it
1: yeah. the, okay people are going to do it you know i i just got back from disneyland um like a month ago, and it's—I trust me—I would much rather do it in VR than have to go back.
0: <laughs> right <laughs> like now, there's a, a suit. Some, some are going great. We'll have a coupon day. But yes. the Best part is we can charge two thousand dollars a day, ten thousand dollars a day, and people will pay it.
1: People and will pay it.
0: This is where that's we're exactly at. it. That's and I'm exactly just going to sit there and go, gee, the, uh, you lack of, <laughs> The lack of humility <laughs> yeah. is staggering. Yeah. <laughs> staggering. staggering. Uh, um." Yeah, let's move on to 2011's Real Steel, which currently has a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Human boxing is dead. Now it's a whole different game.
2: Give me a man of
0: that. Winner takes off. No! This is my
2: last shot. He has a shadow function. I've never seen anything like it. Watch me. I'm ready to fight Real Steel, rated PG thirteen.
0: Real Steel was directed by Sean Levy. It was written by John gatness story by Dan Gilroy again.
2: Jeremy Levin,
0: based on a steel, not the comic book, some other thing. Thank, thank God. And that other thing was written by Richard Matheson. I am Legend, Legend, Uh, a bunch of the Twilight Zone, which I will come back around to. Uh, mm-hmm. Elsewhere, not in this episode, but elsewhere, dear listener. If I haven't already, oh, timeline's fucked exciting. up. *That's exciting*. Return*. Are of... you going to
1: do the movie? Are you going to do the movie? What movie? The Twilight Zone movie?
0: No. Oh. Something else. If that I haven't done it already, I don't know what day it is or what timeline I'm in anymore.
2: <laughs> It's a <laughs> triumphant return <laughs> of Hugh
0: Jackman from X-Men. Superhero is a triumphant return of Evangeline Lilly with a completely different fucking face. Yep. I did not know who this was. This I,
1: was the Evangeline Lilly that I thought was insanely attractive.
0: I did not watch Lost.
1: Uh, I watched all. a
0: little bit of Lost. My dad was obsessed with it. I did not watch it. So when all of a sudden everybody in the world knew who Evangeline Lily was, I had never mm-hmm. heard the name before. It's like this woman came from the clouds, and just everybody on planet, the planet knows her. It was like a Mandela effect. I'm like, yep, is she a bot that everybody knows but me? Because I don't know who the fuck this person is. I still don't know. When, I, when every time it comes up, I'm like, well, what is she from? Is, I have to be constantly reminded. Well, she was the main now she's love. The, now,
1: now she's the Wasp.
0: Yeah, she was what Kate yeah. on Lost or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I'm not joking. I watched this movie. I was like, who is this person? I've never seen them before. I don't know who this female is. I, I go to IMDb. I'm like, who is she? Evangeline Lilly. And I've, I've yeah. covered every goddamn one of these Ant-Man movies. Yeah, she, she does. She's a different person now. She is. She's
1: younger looking. But. Well, we're all younger has, looking in 2011. That's true. That's fair. Uh, she did something. And I can't figure out what it is. And it's, it, she, something has changed in her. Whatever
0: face. it is cannot be undone, unfortunately. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Here's your superhero count, right? Uh, there's one more time for a turn Anthony oh, yeah. Mackey,
0: Avengers Endgame. So get, you mean the superheroes? Hugh Jackman. Yep.
1: Evangeline Lilly. Yep. Anthony Mackey. Yep. Uh, Kevin Durand, who played the blob in. Uh, oh, X-Men that Wars. is him. I yeah, was played...
0: wondering where the fuck I knew that guy. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. And I think that think that was it. Uh, Carl Yoon, I don't think was in anything. He's in stuff that we've seen, but I yeah. don't think he's been in any superhero stuff.
0: Okay. Um, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And James reborn. Rebhorn. Yeah. I think he may have been in something.
0: Uh, he was just a character work. actor who was in everything. So may he yeah. rest in peace. We miss him. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, no. Was, he,
1: I'm thinking he was in Independence Day. That's what he was. Yes. In. Oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't yeah, yeah, say yeah.
0: that's entirely true. <laughs> yeah. That's a great line. Uh, his best thing ever is in the game
1: he's fantastic in the game
0: he's fantastic the the just regular working actor <laughs> yes
1: that's true yeah when right, he, when right, he's right.
0: in that scene and he pops up in an aspirin commercial <laughs> behind them as he's talking <laughs> to him i was like man. you know what
1: that made me think of is um do you remember when blair witch came out yeah right and that gal heather mm-hmm. i don't know if you had the same ads where you are but she was like that movie came out and everybody freaked out about it and then that gal started showing up in steak and shake commercials at least locally here in St. Louis really yes and i was like is that the fucking blair witch girl gal? that died and, in the woods and it yeah. is <laughs> like they, she, i don't do you have steak and did you have steak oh, and yeah. shake we still do okay okay we don't here they're gone here um but she was in like the bean crock ads
2: oh Roger's favorite restaurant was steak and shake <laughs>
1: says a lot there you go the end of the end of his life there if you're in favorite <laughs> restaurant a steak and shake
0: <laughs> um this film was released october 7th 2011 on a budget of 110 million dollars 29.3 million dollars everything but the cgi goes back to what we said at the beginning of this movie which is when they're in the real world I, it was staggering to me how a movie about cgi robots still had so many real world locations in yeah filming yep 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 because I, I was like, this whole zoo scene, this would all be digital. There were, these people it. wouldn't be real. None of this would be real.
1: <laughs> None of it. The robots
0: would look, look worse.
2: The robots would look a million times worse.
0: Somehow a million times worse. Yeah. Uh, here is my one sentence plot synopsis. A boy rejects his deadbeat dad and instead bonds with a lifeless machine because he is starving <laughs> for affection. And the real truth of it is, is that uh, Charlie uh, rejects his deadbeat son.
2: Yes. And bonds
0: with the lifeless machine. Also I've, never, I've never seen this movie before. It's set no, in 2020. Really? They had a much better 2020 than I did personally.
1: You I, all of us.
0: Um I believe when this movie's over, I believe that Adam is the father that Max always wanted. I believe that, <laughs> that Adam, Adam is the, the son. son Charlie always wanted. But I do not believe their over the top relationship. I mean over the top, the film where we've bonded over robots. Now we love each other. Um,
2: The weirdest
0: fucking, I tell you the weirdest fucking part of this movie. What? It seems the longest time that what's at stake is, is Adam sentient. They're the sentience of this machine. They definitely play with that. Is something hinted at. And then at the end, it's never developed, never explored.
2: That was just a a shadow
0: bot, but they're always panning to his face. And we're always waiting for a reaction what the fuck well they do that it
1: starts when um max is like training him
0: yeah the kids like you understand me don't you and there's
1: like a moment where like he but you i so in that scene he's a shadow robot right yes which means he shadows whoever he's looking at yes i i feel like max moves his head
0: so Mm. the robot
1: kind of moves his head with him so like it could, It it's the, does the, does the, the top wobble, right? Like it's that yes. kind of thing. Like is he, but there are moments where we do kind of look at Adam's face and, you know, Max is screaming for him to get up and then, you know, he, he pops up in, in these fights or whatever. I think this, I love this movie. I think Sean Levy has figured out the, uh, asshole adult. N- kind of asshole kid symbiotic relationship. If you haven't seen the Adam project, which was on Netflix with Ryan Reynolds, it's, I'm not going to spoil that one. That's also a lot of fun. Like that's a big fun. Um, I won't say it's like kid movie, but it's like that step up that next step mm-hmm. in like a kid's movie evolution. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, But I think this, I, I think there's a lot of heart to this one. The end of this movie gets me in the fucking gut every single time where um Max and Bailey, who's the Evangeline Lily character, are watching Hugh Jackman revert back to that whoever that guy was. Yeah. Yeah. That we don't see where he's having fun and he's in his element and they, they both start crying. And it's just like there are moments where I want my kids at, at some point to see that version of me. Mm. Right. Whether it's on the ball field or wherever it was in those moments that will never happen again. But like there is a, so much heart and Hugh Jackman is so fucking charismatic that he can carry a, a mid tier script to elevate it. And I think the robots look incredible. Like they have no business. The fact that a robot like this can look like this and we get something like Pacific Rim where they have to make it so dark that we can't yeah. see the fucking robots yeah, or transformers where we can't tell what robot is what, yep. not the most recent ones, but I mean, the Michael Bay ones. Yep. I, I just think that this is a pretty fantastic underrated movie, in
0: my opinion. Everybody told me that this is a fantastic underrated movie, including it's come <laughs> up a number of time on real spoilers.
1: It has. Yeah, for sure. I think all three of us like it. I like it Correct.
0: a lot. So I went into it with high expectations, honestly thinking this would be my number one. So I'm like, I well, obviously so this so would be the best one for all, all the reasons you said. Number
1: one. Unbelievable.
0: However, I think Hugh Jackman gives a hit and miss performance. Okay. Um, I think this, whatever accent work he occasionally does in this movie is really bizarre.
1: It does like, drop in and out
0: because all of a sudden he's like, "I'm from New York," and then all of a sudden yes. he's not. and I'm like, "What is this?" Right, right, right. Um, it's Rocky with robots. It is. It's a million different script. I. It's like it's it's it, it's a knockoff of a million different movies. What over it the does top
1: being, I think, is is a pretty good oh, oh, is a spot on
0: Rocky over the top. Yeah, yeah. What it doesn't connect, where it doesn't land for me, is, I think. That what the movie in some version of some script somewhere, they both father and son are projecting onto this robot, and they're yeah. having a relationship with this machine that they are incapable of having with the, each other. Sure. And as the movie goes on, the robot becomes less and less important, less and less significant, and they develop a relationship and bond with each other. And I and that is part of when he he stops looking at the machine in the ring and he starts looking at the man. Right. And then he's seeing his father having that, the fight of his life that he never got to have essentially. Um, and I think at a certain point, the robot needed to be destroyed.
1: Interesting. Okay. But there's
0: nothing left of the robot. And they, cause like the moral of the story is it doesn't really matter about the robot. It matters is the boy and the, the son and it puts too fine a point on it too when the kid's just like all i've ever wanted was for you to fight for me then he literally has to fight for him
1: i know i know i but i do (laughs) think that that man that is a punch in the dick of a line when i think
0: would a kid say that is i want you to fight for me
1: i think oh without question i i think a kid because they're definitely saying that that Max is is very smart.
0: That's true. You know,
1: true. whether whether yeah. he's putting the robot together or he's fixing it up. So I do think that Max does have a self-awareness to say something like that. I mean, we know that Charlie hasn't been involved in Max's life in 11 years. I like yep. that line too where he's like, "Are you sure you're 11?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm 11." Like yeah. I I like that interaction, but I do think that Max feeling like Charlie isn't didn't fight for him, right? Because he did book as soon as his mom got pregnant. Yeah. Charlie was like, "Gotta go by." um he did So sell I do him. think that, that line he did sell his own
2: son. He, he did, did sell, sell
1: his son for what was it? A hundred grand? And he only, but he only 50 took fifty or hundred. Yeah, well, it was hundred because he got fifty when he left and fifty That's when he came back. That's
2: true. That's true. That's
1: true. But he only he only took the fifty. Yeah. Um. So I do think that line coming from a kid who we know is fairly intelligent makes a lot of sense. Where he's just like, and, and they had bonded at that point, like even, um. I think he even says he's like, this is the best option for you. They're, they're going to take care of you. They're going to do this. And yeah, that line where he's like, I just wish you would have fought for me is like, God damn it. And even like the way Jackman plays it is like, I'm a piece of shit like that's where we the, are, you know? Yeah.
0: I, I guess less than the kid, the kid does okay with the material. He's, he's good. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, when Jackman's like, look, kid, I'm no good. You can do better than me. You deserve, you deserve better than me. That should be an emotional gut punch because
1: you're I agree rec- with
0: you. You're recognizing that he doesn't think that he's worthy enough to be this kid's son. Now that he's met him, It's not just that he doesn't want the responsibility. Now he doesn't think he's good enough. He thinks he's a loser. It was
1: after the fight, right? Yes. It was after he got beat up in the, in the the alleyway or whatever. Yeah. Okay.
0: And they go to the courthouse or whatever. And, he, he, no, the
1: courthouse the courthouse is the beginning when he's like, Hey, I'm just here to well, sign Well, It's over not the courthouse, but they go to the office
0: because then he tells him he's giving back to the aunt and then he's goes back to the truck. He's getting all of his shit off the truck to go with the aunt. That's right. That's right. You're and right, he's you're like, right. you do he's like, look, kid, blah 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 blah. Like I, you know how it is. It's it's been not been an easy road for us. Blah, 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 blah. And then the crux of that scene is when he's like, he has like takes a beat and he's like, You deserve better than me. And yeah. I don't believe that line delivery for nothing. I think I I I, think, I I don't believe the chemistry between these two as father and son. I know what the movie's trying to do. I think it's that's very fair. very sweet. I think the kid is good. I think um it, it's fine. It's a fine film overall. Yeah. But there's just stuff in the performance, it's stuff thematically that just doesn't come together. And so it just Maybe it's a little overhyped in a way that's that fair. I, I was mean, like this is a the, the three of
1: the, th- the three of us movie. spoilers yeah, i it, this is one of you know, this is one of the things that we will kind of all champion is this we we all love this movie. um Hugh Jackman has it's interesting in that scene that you're talking about because the entire time he has that Wolverine snarl going on.
0: Yeah, where his, he's like, deep his in the throes of constantly being Wolverine at this point. Very much so. And that's yes. not
1: on him, right? Like, that's he signed up for that, and this yep. motherfucker's yep. coming back. Yeah, just, I, <laughs> I love it. You know, we've had seven Supermen, we've had four Spider-Man, you know, six Batman, but one Wolverine.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, there was a comedian who jokingly said, He's like, Marvel, you had an opportunity to cast someone else as Wolverine. And now you've just fucked yourself because oh, never no, can matter, no matter what you do from here on out, because you're bringing, he's like, I'm not mad about it, but Hugh Jackman will always be Wolverine. Yeah. Always. You no know matter
0: what? what. I, I, to your point though, I had the exact same thought. I was like, there's moments of this performance that feel low, like, like Wolverine from the lesser X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I wondered, is he just, because he was playing him so much back to back to yeah. back to back. And we've seen him do other things since then as he's after Logan, as he's taking long breaks between playing. The Prestige, I think Wolverine. is Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if he was just kind of stuck in Wolverine mode here. Well,
1: you I think you're onto something because they're in that scene when he's talking to Max, his brow is furrowed. He kind of yeah. has that growl. Yeah. But when he does take that beat to say, you deserve better than me, there he lightens his face up. Like the the furrow in his brow is gone. The growl in his voice is gone. And he, I I do. So like, I kind of feel that earnestness coming from him where he's like, look, this isn't, you deserve better than me. Like I can't be the dad that I'm, I just got my ass kicked in front of you and put you in a situation that you had no business being in because you're a fucking kid. And then this is my life, right? Like the the life that I've been living has puts me on these different paths, whatever. But I don't disagree with you. There was something, there were moments, right? Like when um, he pulls Max off of the cliff and Max kind of like latches onto him. Yep. And there's a really good emotional beat right there where even Jackman kind of like gives that kid an extra squeeze and drops his head a little bit and like not nestles his, not nestles his, him being Hugh Jackman into Max's neck, yep. but gives that like dad hug. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. like that extra little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: there is something missing throughout a lot of it. And it's okay with I think in the beginning because they don't know each other. Yes. but Yes, yes, yes. That yes. needs to like quickly change as they go forward. It's yeah. almost it's the it's the Adam project. Again, I'm not going to spoil what that is if you haven't seen it, but there's a reason the two characters are at odds with each other. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense. And then when you get to the end of that movie, you're like, okay, I'm with it. You know, know, know.
0: maybe you've dialed into what ultimately doesn't work for me about this movie, which is okay. I believe these two, they don't know each other. They're estranged. They have hard feelings, especially father or son to father. We should see a gradual warming up of the kid towards his dad and the dad towards his kid. And it almost feels like there's just like a switch that gets flipped because there's this proxy of the robot and they're warming up to the robot and they're warming up to winning with this robot. The idea of competing with each other, but there, it doesn't feel because there's that proxy that they're warming up to each other. And until and like the end when suddenly they're like, yeah, you're my dad. Right. And also there's no real resolution because he
2: he's tells the aunt, up.
0: he's like, yeah, he's like one night. And she's like, okay, you have one more night. <laughs> and then they Rocky it and they don't win, but they've win because they went the distance and right. Um, the whole arena is cheering for him. Who the fuck is going to get custody of this kid? He's going to go back with the rich aunt.
1: He's well, yeah, because he because Jackman signed the lo- signed his rights over.
0: I know, but the, so he, it's like okay, you've reconciled with your father. You, <laughs> now he has no rights to you.
1: You're going to get him on the weekends, maybe if the maybe. Aunt lets that happen not, not, not because not you haven't required. signed a parenting agreement. Yeah. yeah, there's no there's no custody order. You signed over your rights.
0: Uh, that's a great point. And, and, a, what hap- and what happens what? to the robot? He's beat to shit. What are we gonna do with the robot? Well, well like, the, the, I the, think nothing in this him. world is resolved. Nothing in this world
2: is
1: resolved. No, I I think ideally what you could do is you use the robot as your bonding point, right? Whether yeah. it's the yeah. you know them them fixing in the robot together. Uh or I like I think the scene between them when he's talking about their mom. His mom about Hugh Jackman's wife her yes, girlfriend yes. and the mom where she was like she was pretty cool huh? She was like it was the coolest.
0: Yeah. And I do like the way that No Aunt's no no, like, no no you just did that scene better than the movie did cuz the movie fucked that scene up and it bothered me. And oh. The kid the kid goes, "She was pretty cool, huh?" And he goes, "Yeah." And then the kid goes, "The coolest."
1: Oh, you're right. And yeah. Jackman Jack- should have said
0: Jackman goes, "Yeah." And it's like Yeah. You had it right there. The kids, you did it right, Joe. The kid goes, (laughs) she was pretty cool, huh? And Jackman goes, the coolest. Yeah. But they didn't do it. I'm like, why do you fucking fuck that up? The,
1: The kid is the one who's like, yeah, my mom was pretty cool. And Jackman's like, yeah, she was all right. Yeah,
0: your brain rewrote it to where <laughs> I guess it, that's true. It did where I was like, "This yeah. is what should have happened." <laughs> yeah, you made it better than it was, which is what you do with a lot of movies. You're like, "Yeah, this movie's pretty good." You just make up your own story in your head of what. I make up, yeah, I was like, "No, <laughs> oh, I like this movie." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying this is a bad movie. I'm saying I knew it was a mid-tier script. I I just expected based on so much hype from real spoilers <laughs> that it was that, going you know, to be yeah. elevated and be like, "This is like a a recent classic."
2: Right. The good news,
0: Joe, I, is we're going to be yeah. able to explore all of this in a sequel series coming to Disney Plus that will not is include that right? Hugh Jackman. That's right.
1: Who will it will it include Dakota Goyo? No, I don't think so because he
0: hasn't worked in about 10 years. So no. All right. Perfect. 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 No.
1: Oh man. So it's actually, I was looking up Sean Levy because I was like, what else did this guy do? So he is it, Stranger Things. He did a bunch of episodes for Stranger Things, the Adam Project Free Guy. Oh, so he's a Ryan Reynolds guy.
0: Yeah, apparently.
1: Yeah, the internship, uh this is where I leave you which is really good. Uh real steel date night, which is not good. Night at the museum. That's his big one. That's the one that
0: Yeah, put okay. Him on the map. Yep, yep, yep.
1: That makes sense. But now it looks like he's been doing a lot
0: of uh stranger things. TV. And now he's
1: doing Deadpool. Deadpool 3.
0: Oh, okay. Be- because he's a,
1: because he's a Ryan Reynolds guy.
0: <laughs> he's a huge Jackman guy, too
1: that's true that's he's he's ryan reynolds chris, McQuarr- chris McQuarrie.
0: will the adam from real still appear appear in deadpool 3 or what are we gonna do here
1: that'd be pretty great yeah i mean yeah it's i don't i don't think he's like jigs like the jigsaw puppet in james Wan stuff where he's like <laughs> oh shit there he is oh shit there he is i uh, want adam but to become be the Annab-
0: annabelle of the shot An- universe <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just shows up randomly. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. Uh, what do you score this? What's your rank for it? It's obviously your number one. I give this.
1: This is my number one. I, I give it a it. nine. A nine oh. out of ten. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, what did I give Death Race? A seven, eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock Death Race down to a seven. Oh fuck! you. I'm gonna move the. I'm gonna move this to an eight. Oh, okay, because fair I, it's enough, not fair it, enough. it's not a it's not a nine
0: this ain't no nine
1: no it's not a nine but I do think this is a solid eight I think this, yeah I think this is a pretty great family family flick
0: this is a solid 7.5
1: okay okay
0: it's number That's three mid tier it's after That's death race and after, after, after the fall three. of New York <laughs> <laughs> all right it's time that for a recap <laughs> Coming in dead last for me is Johnny Mnemonic, Skip It, 2 out of 10. We have the Matrix at home. We don't need
1: this. (laughs) That's true. Coming in at number five. Oh, you're going to do your whole thing. Okay, go. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Number, haven't you listened to this show before? Number four. I'm
1: I'm begging you to listen to the product.
0: Number four, Free Jack. 5 out of 10. Sucks. Number three, Real Steel, Mid, 7.5 out of 10. Number two, Death Race 2000 a delight eight out of 10 number one <laughs> 2019 after the fall of God new york 8.5 8. out of cannot 10 cannot
1: believe uh my number five is uh wish's version of escape from new york 2019 the attack of new york with a two after the of fall 10. of
0: new york not the uh, the attack of new york
1: oh after the sorry after the fall i've i've already erased <laughs> it from my memory
0: get it right I, or pay I've, I've, joined them,
1: I've joined them i've them i've leaked it out of my brain uh, coming in at number four was Free Jack with a four out of ten. Coming in at number three, Johnny Mnemonic with a five out of ten. Coming in at number two, Death Race Two Thousand with a seven out of ten. And then coming in at my number one, Real Steel with an eight out of
0: ten. Yeah, uh, eight out of ten I can live with. Nine out of ten, you're out. You're. Out, I, I realized eight when eight I said that that was too
1: high, and I and I yeah. So I gave I think I gave Death
0: Death Race a little bit of a bump as well. All right, coming up next on our very next episode,
2: Come faster. Obey
0: your master. Your life burns. we rank the Hellraiser series.
1: Holy shit, are you doing them all?
0: It includes 1987's Hellraiser, 1988's Hellraiser 2, 1992's Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, 1996's Hellraiser 4, Bloodline and 2000s Hellraiser Inferno. Oh. But after that, we're doing Hellraiser part <gasps> two, and we're gonna cover 2002's Hellraiser Hellseeker, oh 2005's Hellraiser Dinner, 2005's Hellraiser Hellworld, 2011's <laughs> Hellraiser Revela- Revelations, 2018's Hellraiser Judgment, and 2022's Hellraiser. We're going from Hellraiser to Hellraiser two episodes baby Paul oh, from the countdown join me for that one holy shit everybody here knows who you are so do your plugs as quick as possible so i can end this episode
1: this is joe from real spoilers uh you can follow me on the Twitter at joey butts b-u-t-t-s 21 follow us on facebook uh, uh, we have a group called the League of Show Shares. That's kind of the, the, the better of the hubs if you want to get in on some discussions. You can follow us on Twitter at the same at, at Real Spoilers. Uh, I think that's about it. We're on YouTube, so you can check us out on YouTube. Um, just search Real Spoilers Podcast. Uh, we're, we'll subscribe and all that good stuff. Go get to see our smiling faces. Uh, you can also follow me on Letterboxd uh, at Joey Butts, B U T T S 21. And that's where all you can find all of our stuff.
0: Oh, we have a Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no.
1: That's the important one. You're done. (laughs) Deuces.
0: Until next time, binge on.